The wheel of time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend, then fade to myth and are long forgot when that age comes again. In one age, called the third age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose up in the mountains of doom. The wind was not the beginning. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the turning of the wheel of time, but it was a beginning. Welcome. This is the Queens of Fantasy podcast, a podcast dedicated to deeply analyzing, discussing, and recording fantasy series alongside other readers. Each season of this podcast is dedicated to a specific fantasy series and or author. In this season, we're discussing The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. The queens in this podcast include myself, Alex, and Marissa to my left, and Taylor, who is virtual right now. <laughs> we are your guides and companions through for your adventure through various fantasy worlds. Also, we have another secret guest today who won't be speaking, hopefully, and that's my baby who is, you know, strapped to me with a baby wrap sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely loving the soothing tones. Yeah, she's a podcast girly. So <laughs> we love it. We started it early. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are we feeling about where we're at so far so you warned me that there was a cliffhanger and i thought it was gonna be worse yeah so i was not devastated um, and i feel like that was important it was it was intense don't get me wrong but like i also i get to read it i mean i finished it last night so yeah i yeah. guess you're not waiting as long as taylor i finished yeah. days ago and i i was pretty upset with alex for making me stop oh there. well that 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 was your own fault taylor <laughs> <laughs> should have held it to the last minute come on we we know I'm not as speedy as you guys. I gotta I gotta I pace, know my, pace it out. My plan was to just at least leave the last chapter to the day before. Even if I got everything else read, I was just gonna leave like the last chapter so that it wouldn't feel hopefully as anxiety inducing. But yeah. <clears throat> wow, voice crack. Yeah. So that's kinda how I felt about it. Like it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. But I guess if you if you had a couple days to sit Think with about it. it. <laughs> sit and experience it i mean it wasn't a cozy um, place to leave say, off no, no. <laughs> it wasn't like yeah, mm, things are happening okay. <laughs> i gotta say i think there is a worse cliffhanger than i'm gonna put you through in book three so i mean sorry. this one was terrible <laughs> never do anything worse than this that's what i meant to say <laughs> challenge accepted <Okay>. marissa <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Our little overview here. So Rand and crew, and I'm this is in the moment two sentence overview that <laughs> we just made. Uh, Rand and crew managed to lose the horn in Karian, <laughs> and then they start on a real long journey to get it back, which includes some torture by his own multiple different versions of himself. Uh, things happen. Oh, I have so many things to say about that, but we'll get there. I love that. And then we have Nynaeve and Egwene kind of just getting into their routine uh, in school, learning things. Uh, and then they trust just the immediately the wrong person. person. The worst ever. person they could trust. Yeah, it goes poorly for them. <laughs> they travel the ways again, just casually. That happens. Good times. 
Lovely. for Egwene. And Maureen is nowhere to be found. <laughs> Maureen featured in one section and then she said, actually, that's enough for me. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> yeah. She's like, listen, I've had enough. I need a break. You know what is fun, though? Brand thinking about Maureen all the time. She's obsessed. obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. She's on his mind. Maybe that was the intention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like so butthurt that she's like not around and was ignoring not him. Not there. But he's like, yeah, I'm not her tool, though. He's like, oh, my- I'm not her tool. He's like, I'm free, but how dare she, like, not hang out with me? <laughs> I will not be used, oh. but also, like, why aren't you here? <laughs> I will not be used, but don't you want to be my friend, though? <laughs> Wait, like- don't leave me. <laughs> Thought we had something. Yeah, so <laughs> we're starting off with uh, Rand and crew at the inn, the, so, the Nine Rings. What Once again. Which is just a lovely reference. I, I love the reference. Once again, we'll just, it- I got one page in before I had to flag something that Rand did that annoyed me. (laughs) So we have, and I wrote it in my book. Like I have a notebook that I keep some notes in, just commentary. And what I wrote is Rand is so unchill. (laughs) So unchill. Because they're like, oh, are you like, you know, hunting for the horn? And he's like, we are not. We are so not hunting for the horn. (laughs) Mistress, we are not doing that. That is like so not about us. And I'm just like, Rand, shut up. Just stop. Just be All you chill had to say was for no. two seconds. All you had to say was no. Yeah, no. Uh, no. Like, just no. No, we're just traveling. Just, no, just traveling. Just, you know, hanging out with my lady. Like, whatever. Like, it's fine. No, he had to be like, absolutely not. I've never heard of the horn. What is this thing that you speak? Like, he was so not. I was like, okay, so you're, yeah, you are. All right. <laughs> Clearly. And Rand said that after i forget what village they were in but when they the four kings yes that one um that he would never trust a skinny innkeeper ever again and he makes a note like oh the innkeeper's fat that's good a few times this innkeeper is lean but she's a woman so like that's like not a problem okay so i will say (laughs) this section of the series was shining for Robert Jordan and uh, just misogyny. <laughs> I, 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 I'm enjoying it, and I'm I'm gonna say that, and I'm enjoying this story, and I don't want anyone to take this as like don't read this or anything like that. But the misogyny really came through in certain sections here, and I just I have to note it, like I have to say something about it because it was it was it was very prevalent. Like, this is the most prevalent I think it's been so far. Like, there's been, like, comments here and there that I'm like, eh, this was clearly written by a man. But, like, this one I was like, oh, boy, we're getting <laughs> into right. some of the sexist tropes. Like, we're definitely, Yeah, you know. the, uh, I mean, we get into it in Karian, but, like, the one in particular, the fridging of Dina yes, is, the fridging. is not yeah. awesome. Oh, I have sure. a whole, oh, I will be going on about the fridging. Okay, love that. <laughs> don't worry. I, mean, I don't love that it happened, but I do love that you have things to say about it. <laughs> I have so much to say. Good, good. <laughs> Great. That's a good thing for yeah. a podcast. Yeah. yeah. So skinny innkeeper, but again, yeah, she's a woman, so it's it's pretty Not fine. a problem. Also, the innkeeper, pretty nosy because Celine like gets mad at Rand and like just Fs oh, off. Oh, and he's just like, and she's just like, oh, knock on her door. Yeah. Like, <laughs> go check on her. Go check on her. And he's like, actually, I won't. <laughs> Which is so, (laughs) I just, again, I just want to punch Rand because like, I'm not about Celine. Don't get me wrong. But this, 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 this boy is so obsessed with her. And then he's perfect opportunity to go talk to her and like, make sure she's okay. And he's like, absolutely not. I will hide in my room with oil. Thank you. (laughs) I will not be doing that. (laughs) Like, I'm glad he didn't do that. But like, also, yeah, dude, come on. Yeah. Celine is really not having it in this in here. 
And also there's some guard dude that thinks Rand is sus and, and asks to escort him to Karian. And Huron is kind of like, hey, just so you know, in Karian, they play something called Deus de Mar. And it's called the Game of Houses. Is that what it's called? The Great, the great game? game. Game of Houses. Mm-hmm. The Game of Houses from Game of Thrones. No, it's the Game of Houses as yeah. well. Because okay. like, I was like, wow, Game of Thrones vibes. Yeah, sure. definitely. And basically, they like they love politics and spying and you know things like that in Karian. So, and if you say you're not playing the game, you're playing the game more than anyone else. Yeah, and pretty much. Rand can't seem to get that through his thick head. <laughs> yeah, it's told to him many times. Like, but he's like, I am playing. absolutely not playing the game. And they're like, wow, you're really into it. Eh? Oh, you're so good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel a little bit bad for him because, I mean, I get that he's told multiple times, like, that doesn't mean you're not playing the game. But, like, he really doesn't want to be playing it, like, genuinely. And everybody's just, like, clearly you're playing I know. It. But <laughs> so, again, it's just it's just the the essence of Ren to just not be able to be chill. Like, you are pretending to be a lord. Like, you're going to have to go along with it at some point. And, you know, absolutely standing on your little soapbox and saying over and over and over and over to people that you're not playing this game. Like, you've been told this is not helping your case. Just shut up. Yeah. And like, making Rand, a big show of burning the letters originally, like, in the in full view of everybody. Like, dude. Like, also. Don't do that. <laughs> also, he's like, I'm not playing the game. And then he proceeds to do the dr- most dramatic things ever <laughs> in regards to this game. And I'm like, you are. Like I listen to Huron. Like I, he's telling you, literally wouldn't believe you weren't playing the game. You're burning these letters publicly. Like you can't (laughs) even just take them up to your room and dispose of them. No, you have to be like, I will show everyone (laughs) that I am not reading your letter. It's like, yeah, that they're gonna take that a certain way. Yeah, he's just so dumb. Yeah, he's very, he's really fallen into the trap here pretty easily. Yeah. So yeah, Celine runs off, leaving just a note. And Rand is is pretty angsty about it because obviously we have to not protect. angsty enough to go talk to her, but yeah, <laughs> but sad that she left because we got to protect all women. And this is actually you know. where I wrote also that Rand is just so obsessed with Moraine because there is one point where he just has the thought, "Did she really let me go? I wonder if she's following me or waiting for me." And I was like, "Like boy, she's not thinking about you right now. <laughs> like she's dealing with her own stuff." She's like the opposite. He of that. would one hundred percent be watching her Instagram stories, like. Over oh, and yeah, over yeah. and over again. Oh, but like he would have made a fake account to do it because he definitely <laughs> doesn't want her to know that he's that obsessed with her. Yeah, I, I wrote here like Celine basically does what Maureen wishes she could have done when she's annoyed at these boys. Like originally she is so irritated with them. And if she could do what Celine did and just leave, <laughs> leave yeah. them alone, she would have. Which I think has to be noted that uh, the guard guy, his name is Caldwin. I think that's how we're going to say it. Caldwin, Caldwin or there's, something there's like a, that. Yeah, there's a hard V in there for sure. But yeah. he like had the in watch and he didn't see Celine leave. Her leave. Which I have and a he's whole like, what happened there? theory about her and that. But just, oh my God, just no. Tay has a theory. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Oh, I guess, yeah, your, your, theory, your theory is that she's not great. <laughs> Yeah, Celine, no good. Don't like. That's my theory. Yeah, yeah. Bad vibes. Yeah, he's very stressed when she is like, he finds out that she again, left and he didn't Again, see her. I just have no sympathy for Rand because Rand sits there, does nothing. And then he's like, why are these things happening? And I'm like, do something about them then. <laughs> like, listen, I'm not upset that Celine left personally. Not terribly upset. She was bad news in my opinion. She also disappeared without a trace. Sus. Don't yeah, love big that. Big sus. <laughs> but 
if you didn't want her to leave, go talk. Like, there was options. That's all I'm going to say. Very true. Uh, and then we run into Moraine. So she is just out on a farm searching for more she info. She is also searching for a fight. Yeah. She wants to fight with Lan. Yeah. She's, she's heated with Lan for sure. She basically tells Lan that if he dies, his bond is going to another green, which is pretty, like, unprecedented. That doesn't often happen. Generally, he, it's not, she's like... real concerned, hey, that he would end up with Nynaeve. Yes. Oh, you think that's what he's worried about? <laughs> that, she even says... I think so, that's the whole plan, is to get him oh, with Nynaeve. I don't, I don't think so, because she, she points out that she is feeling jealous of Nynaeve and the fact that Lan hesitated in saving Moraine over Nynaeve. And but I if think... She... That, I don't think I don't think Moraine is I it's not sitting well with Moraine. Okay, so you think Moraine's pissed about no, it? No, Taylor thinks. But if Moraine dies, I think she recognizes that if Lan's gonna stay being a warder for someone, Nynaeve is the one that he's gonna do it for. So it is true so, as well that like often like the bond when it's broken because your eyes Sedai has died, like generally a warder will try and like either avenge or like die in a way that is trying to so like they don't often live after their eyes Sedai has gone. It's not for sure like you don't for sure die just I, because your eyes Sedai dies. But yeah, I sorry, this was the part that I read like a while ago. So I'm trying to like recollect my thoughts on it. But I will say that like I agree with you, Tay, and that's what I hope she's doing. But I think in the way that she's doing it, she is trying to remind Land or Lan that he should be loyal to her. Like this is a threat and this is not done kindly. She's also not doing it in a way like because there would be a way to be like, hey, if I die, I don't want you to go off and avenge me. Which is kind of, she does say that like she like basically this is why I'm doing this so that your bond will transfer and you won't basically. But you think it's also threatening a little bit. But I a hundred percent think it's a threat because she says I will say she is doing this for a reason. So whether it's for love or for you know threatening, we will find yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> so what I would say, and I'm gonna find the part where she she says it, but I think she's threatening him so that he will continue to act essentially in her best interests. Right. I do think the actual plan that she's not going to tell him is that he would go to Nynaeve. Okay. I, I just don't think, but she won't tell him that because that is what he wants, Yeah. even if he doesn't want to admit it. So her not telling him that and just saying that you're going to be bonded to someone else is like... Smart enough. Rem- well, <laughs> she even says, because he says, why are you testing me? And she says, not a test. But at fa- Faldara, Faldara, I began to wonder if you're still wholly with me. And she she doesn't reference the stuff with Nynaeve. She references the stuff with Rand and him taking Rand aside to like essentially help him with Amaryll like and Steve. Yeah, yeah, like essentially stand up for himself. But yeah, she admits it later, like in her head that it was it was also the stuff with Nynaeve and she doesn't she is jealous of Nynaeve. Well, the part like with him helping Rand, she's like he's doing that because of Nynaeve. Like he didn't care about the Emmonsfield boys before, but now he cares about Nynaeve and she cares about them. So that's why he's doing it. I kind of figured he was just doing it cuz of the pattern and their Tavir and, and Rand needs to Yeah, and that's what be able to fight. He even says he's like, well, I didn't really know why I was doing it. So like probably just something that like was calling to me. But she does say, so she says uh, to her surprise, Maureen felt a flash of jealousy. She had never felt that before. Certainly not for any of the women who had thrown their hearts at his feet or those who had shared his bed. So she recognizes that his like call to Nynaeve is a little bit different. I I just think I just 
Yeah. I'm hoping she has best interests in heart at the end, but I do think in terms of like how she's doing it, she's she's telling him to get in line. Um, a lot happens here too with a lot happens here too, like after she tells Rand about the bond, because they're like obviously arguing about that lands, like, why would you just pass me along like a like a dog basically so he kind of goes off grumpy about it to do something and then moraine meets with van dean to ask her some questions about the dragon and and things like that and van dean's like these are really weird questions like this is a strange amount of questions you're asking me (laughs) like you are jumping around a lot none of these connect and she asks if the horn is linked to the dragon no it's not except that the horn has to be found before the last battle that the dragon reborn is supposed to fight does anything link the dragon to Toman head and says five ride forth and four return above the watchers shall he proclaim himself bannered cross the sky in fire and She's focusing on the word watchers, which I guess is said in a different language. Yeah, there's a translation issue that she kind of talks about, which I was invested in this. I was like, translations? This is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about it. (laughs) And so like it should be translated as more than just watchers, but watchers over the waves. And she thinks it means the dragon is going to appear somewhere somewhere above Toman Head, which we've been hearing a lot about Toman Head this whole this whole book. I was interested in the five ride forth and four return. I feel like we're I have... I just I hate prophecies sometimes because they're just so like so like it makes it sound like one of them is going to die obviously but like that's not necessarily true because it's just one is left behind i love prophecies because i want to figure out what it means before we find out what taylor it means. also loves and then be like character <gasps> death right. too so if that's what that i means, do love a character you're, you're death. excited <laughs> yeah so who do you think it's about like who do you think is the one that's not returning who do you Rand. think so early <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Rand makes it out of this. I I don't. I, oh, I, I wasn't, do think I was reading also it die, but. as like the end of the the story. I was reading it as the end of them leaving Tommen's head. Right, like this is just a chapter. So in my head, whoever dies is non-essential if they die. Just a red shirt, <laughs> expendable. Yeah, yeah and expendable. Now that I look at it, I agree. This has to be something a little sooner. Yeah. But I don't think we know who our five are yet. So if five people start riding forth, I'm going <laughs> to call a hit on one of them. Well, we have, sure. well, so I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but at Tommen's head, we have Rand, Matt, Perrin, and Elaine, and Nynaeve. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, Egwene is there also. Free to roam about, I should say. There's two other people there that are relatively important as well, but they are not They are not exactly <laughs> certainly not true. free. <laughs> taking their own course. Yeah, Egwene and Min are got some issues to deal with, that's yes. for sure. <laughs> so I, if we're, if it's happening right away, I would say those have to be the five, in which case I don't think any one of them can die yet, which means one of them I mean, gets stuck somewhere. All right. Okay. The the boys are with a whole party with like Ingtar, Varen. Yeah, that's less interesting though. Come on, too. that's way less interesting than I know, but we are five. in book two. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so like if that's the case, it's going to be like Ingtar, you know, riding with like, and it's like, okay, I wonder, who's, I wonder who's not making it back. Like, that's a red shirt situation. <laughs> like, that is very clearly one of these people is not like the other and one of them is not going to return. 
I I don't think this is. Yeah, I this was one of the prophecies where I was like, uh, I feel like I'm supposed to be afraid of this. I'm like, oh my god, one person's not going to return. But I'm like, it's not good. It can't be. Let's be real here. It's book two. <laughs> yeah, it's book two out of fifteen. So well, fourteen, not including the prequel. So I feel I think like I just we're safe. for death everywhere and that's like fair but anytime. i don't think this is like game of thrones level gonna kill off a main character yeah, like a in the guy. middle of book one kind of thing so i just think i feel like it's not gonna be as exciting yet as you're hoping for okay I'll taylor relax a little i i'm sure you'll <laughs> chill, get your Rand, death just chill i'm sure you'll get your death in book 10 and on i'm gonna be so excited you guys i'm gonna be salivating over it <laughs> that's not weird at all no i'm just kidding i do so i had one line in the section that i just thought was kind of interesting and vandine points out that you blues are always so ready to save the world that you lose yourself which i quaffled over to what color to flag that under because that felt heavily foreshadowing and also mm-hmm. uh, it was a little bit of world building i got a little bit of an insight into like the blue aja but also it was just a really good line who is I can't remember. Vandine is what Aja does she say? Brown, brown. Oh. brown or green? One of them is brown. Green. One of them is green. Okay, I thought, but I may be wrong. I think Vandine might be green, and the other one might be brown. Or wait, no, Vandine is the one she's talking to. So because yeah, she starts talking, brown. the brown one or the green one acts like a brown after being with her sister like this on their little farm. Great life, though. I'd like to just live on a little farm. Do some research. I want to be a little magic bookie girl on a farm. That's perfect. This is why I'm brown Aja. <laughs> Skulls. <laughs> it's not too, too important anyways. I'd yeah, just... Vandine must be green because she says that she should have chosen brown. Yeah. Oh, there you often go. the ones doing research and like we get that little insight in Varen too. Researching, writing books, like living in the library kind of deal. That's what it is to be a brown yeah Um, i'm a little confused about the greens because they kind of make them sound boy crazy yeah that there was another word (laughs) but i didn't want to use it so yes boy crazy (laughs) yeah so greens are the only ones that have multiple orders or uh, uh, will have multiple orders if they want and greens were often called the battle aja back in the day so they are the ones that are basically prepping for a tarmagaiden so the reason they have multiple warders is because they are the most likely to be fighting potentially. So, well, and then there's a line later that says, like, the greens, if they only have one order, they're usually married to them. Yeah, they usually like their warders <laughs> in that way <laughs> as well. Okay, is Tarman Gaiden an event or a person? Tarman Gaiden is the last battle. I believe okay. that's what it translates to. Because does, don't they refer to the warders as like Gaiden? Gaiden. Yeah, slightly different pronunciation, but yes. Okay, thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> we also have a moment here where Maureen like gets attacked by a Drakkar, but neither her or Lan sense. And Taylor, I know you have a uh, an image of a Drakkar that you would like to show us. <laughs> So please explain. So I was having a hard time picturing them before. Like I was kind of just picturing them as big bats. bats. And it says gaunt cheeked pale with black eyes too big above puckered red lipped mouth. And I don't know if you ever watched this children's show with this spider. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) What show is that from? I've seen that before. It's it's about bugs. But like with the the white white hands like a man's but with claws like all he's 
all she's missing here is the the bat wings. That is horrifying, Taylor. And I hate and this is what I this up because that is picture. horrifying. Nobody can see this right now, but it's basically like a white spider <laughs> looking thing. I'll put it in the Discord. They're more vampire like, I would say, but like with wings than uh, than that. <laughs> this horrifying. <laughs> Do you know what the show it's is from called? A children's show. Yeah, what show is that? <sighs> Miss Spider's Sunny Patch Friends. <laughs> is that Miss Spider? I think that's Spideress. Oh goodness! Oh wow! That's horrifying. I hate that. Yeah, I'm not loving that. Well, that's an image Anyways. for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and so somehow the Strakar was warded, which basically means that some as that I was able to ward like somebody magical was able to ward this so that neither could sense it um, which is big bad information that we just got there so block that and then block, we don't see Moraine again for this part <laughs> yeah bye Moraine yeah see she you just had a, a kiss it like the fear the Drakkar's kiss very like Dementor's kiss soul sucking mm-hmm. do you think it's like a good kiss <laughs> Like the last thing you feel is like a good I, kiss. I don't think or... so. I don't think so too. No. I don't think. <laughs> well, this if is it's like... that, the picture you just showed me, probably not. <laughs> I don't think it's like a sexy little kiss that's going to make you feel good about losing your soul. I think it's it's literally soul sucking, and it's not going to feel great. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks sorry. for confirming that for so, me. I mean, Maureen was like, it, it says she's <laughs> sad because she like all of a sudden hears the the keening or whatever it is. Yeah. Coming. And so she gets sad. So she probably doesn't think it's going to be a good kiss. So not awesome. <laughs> That's um, too bad. In this section, the last thing I kind of want to mention is that Lan is once again visualized as being married to death. So there's a section in which uh, this is when Moraine is realizing how jealous she is of Nynaeve that she's worried he won't be able to court death as much even though he always said he was wedded to death and all this stuff. So we have very much death being personified as Lan's love interest. Yeah. Which... Lan's bride is is death. I, I prefer... like death as a girl, though. I think I enjoy that. Yeah, well, <laughs> Lan can have Nynaeve and we can all just move on. So that's fine. <laughs> next up, Nynaeve. Next up is, yes, and I love this section. This is very cool. You loved this? I, you guys you guys have weird things that you love. Okay, I, I don't didn't love I was going to say I think this is my favorite. <laughs> I just think it's a good scene in this like whole section her going through the test to become Yeah. accepted. It's 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 not fun. It does it doesn't do her any good. <laughs> but I like it. Oh, it does do her good. I mean, it does her it good in the end. She, yeah. It does scare her. It's her supposed to scare her and it scares her. So Yeah. So the test required to become accepted is basically you walk through these three terangrials to face your fears in order to become accepted. So the first one is for what was, the second one is for what is, and the third is for what might be, I yeah. believe is the, the sayings that they say. And we yeah. have a great line from Shiryam, which is everyone's fears are her own property when she, they say that like they can't tell what she goes through and she doesn't have to tell them yeah so like i said i fine with torturing the re- new recruits but they won't like they won't submit them to emotional humiliation so yeah, that's you, fun you, keep that to you have your privacy it's you have your fine. privacy <laughs> we're big we on will privacy strip you naked and <laughs> pour water over yeah, why you though naked oh it's because it was written by a man yeah that's I don't why like they have to be naked. naked that's uncomfy 
So this is why I didn't love this section, because I could really tell this was written by dude. <laughs> also, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I I feel that. The being naked to have to go through this seems really unnecessary, for sure. So again, I'm going to draw parallels to The Witcher. This is something that the sorceresses would have had to go through like very humiliating strips you of your humanity and then they pretend to care about your like emotional mental well-being at the same time very yeah. abusive yeah definitely undertones there for sure like yeah but under the guise of look you're but under the us. guise of one of us <laughs> one of us yeah, yeah. that's so, not culty at all definitely <laughs> i mean it says you must want to be an Aes Sedai more than anything else in the whole world, enough to face anything, fight free of anything to achieve it. The White Tower cannot accept less. We demand it of you. Which just shows how much Nynaeve hates Moraine because literally the reason she wants to be Aes Sedai. I don't here. think that's true. I, <laughs> I think I, maybe that's her like reason that she has I think in her that's, head. Yeah, that's what she's put in her head so that she can get through these things. It's not true. Yeah. There's If she hated this woman more than anything in the world, like they're... Ugh, it's just such a lie. Yeah. It's, it's her way of getting around using the power and like the fact that she can use the power. Yes. Yes. And it's her way of staying in control of it. And so it's fine. But she doesn't. Like, I just don't buy it. I mean, we've seen too, like she clearly has some respect for Moraine. Well, respect, but even like about her power, like she has fear there because yeah. she can't use it unless she's angry. Yeah. And that's her like block here. And so... Clearly, she's also blocking in her brain that she even wants to learn this for any reason other than to get revenge, basically. So, I mean, that might be what's helping her channel, too, is saying that she wants it to yeah. get revenge on Moraine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. I just push comes to shove. She's saving Moraine. She's not hurting her. So we go I through, with that. we go through the first arch and she battles Agnor. And this is, she's in some sort of weird maze here, I think. There's lots of mazes in like the dreams and <laughs> this. So she battles Agnor and then she has to leave because part of the thing that happens when you go through the arches, you forget what happened, or at least you're supposed to. And then they say the way back will come but once and you see the arch and you have to leave and go through this arch to get back. And so I was a little bit like, I think part of her fear is fighting Agnor again, but also part of her fear here is having to like leave before like destroying him basically. And the fact that he might come back, I think was part of that fear because yeah, we also have this really, again, man writing woman. So she's naked. Yeah. Which like in, which is in other spaces, she is not naked. So this was not, this was intentional. And there is a line, it's a small line, but she was too weak to defeat him after all, too weak to stop him from doing with her as he wished. Which, just again, sexual just, abuse know, undertones. Just, love that. <laughs> just love the naked woman be sexually assaulted. Again, it was a small thing. I'm, I'm picking that section apart there, but I was just like, could have just not it, had her naked? Yeah. No, yeah, it was definitely. Close. It was there. It was you there. Could. Yeah, very uncomfy. Then, so she gets out of that one. They pour water over her, say, like, you're washed clean of whatever you did. Which basically. she gets out of that one by using the power. Yes. Yes, she channels, which apparently they are not supposed to do. Which when she comes out, Inside. she... Which is hilarious. Okay, so I just have to say, they're like, oh, you're not supposed <laughs> to remember what you did, but, like, also don't channel again. But you probably won't remember me saying that. I'm like, what are you expecting from this girl? Like, you're like, this is so right? dangerous. And she's situation. like, nobody has ever channeled in there. Well, if nobody remembers what they've done, how the heck do you know that they also, haven't channeled? The last woman to channel in there, like, literally came out completely burnt out. So you think that you would maybe just like make a note of that? Yeah. <laughs> before she goes in. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's a big no to channel in these things because basically it often well, what's happened in the past is it takes your power away completely once you come back out. Which we're not, you know, supposed to be at all flagging that that doesn't happen to Nynaeve. Oh, she's she's one strong cookie. She's got that power in her. Yeah. And then she goes into the second arch, which she's in Emmons Field. And basically Emmons Field has like a really mean, awful wisdom that is controlling the town, killing people. And yeah, poisoning, poisoning children. People. Like poisoning children and pretending to heal them. Yeah. It's not Yeah, it's so not that good. they need her. Yeah. And that's... this again was like her fear is that that's what's happening to Emmonsfield or that's what could have happened to Emmonsfield when she left. So she feels like scared okay. of that. But I feel like she's cheating this whole time. So she is supposed to feel like these are real. And the entire time she's like, it's not real. Which is the only reason she's really able to leave is reminding herself that it's not real. Yeah. It's especially the only reason she's able to leave the last one. Yeah. And I mean, she's not supposed to think that either. Yeah. So, so again, we have Nynaeve kind of breaking the rule. But also, so how do we know that like everyone hasn't thought this and then just forgot it? That's my thing. Yeah. We don't know. This I gives mean, me, um, remember in Divergent when they go and like face their fears in mm-hmm. like with the serums, this kind of like, Yeah, I had that too, except me. I wasn't going to mention it because it was just way better here. <laughs> and Divergent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also love that it's like what is past, what is what may be, and what it's almost like different lives, like the future potential. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just like the way that you have to face like different fears in different times of your life. Also, this would have broken my heart more if I wasn't completely ready for the third one. Yeah. It was very obvious what she was going to be facing there. The third one was very sad. (laughs) So this is where I'm confused of what she's afraid of here. Like, is she afraid of falling in love with Lan or is she afraid of leaving Lan and the potential, like, children? So I took each of the fears really as more, other than the past one, it was afraid of what she would, like her choosing to become Aes Sedai would mean that this ha- like either happened or couldn't happen, right? right? Like, so in the third one, the fear was that it wasn't going to happen. Because she, was she was giving was up this future. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So she, in the third one, she meets Lan, who's her loving husband, and she... The father of her many children. Yeah, she has children. He's, like, the king. She's the queen of Malkair, and she has to give it up. Which, again, she's mostly heartbroken at leaving behind Lan's yeah. babies. Yeah, okay. She just, like... <laughs> completely is just like oh i don't know i feel like maybe the children weren't as prominent in this situation and this is one thing where maybe it's a a man writing woman situation because like she just walks out and she's very upset about the land thing but i don't know that she's like as upset about the children oh no she i thought that she was very upset about the children she like she she says harder than steel and more deadly than poison land lands babies light help me she's very she wants this yes especially lands babies like but i we want land babies (laughs) i was just like the land the lands babies i was just like oh (laughs) like i don't that instead of my babies it's lands babies yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not even even hers yeah i was just like well maybe she doesn't want babies unless they're with land so again and the entire time she's like this is not real this is not real this is not real and she's telling that to him he's very upset by that yeah 
doesn't love that. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? But the the arch shows up and she like doesn't go for she it. She fully time. says, "Yeah, no, wait, I'll stay with Lan for a second. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. She she holds back, and she debates staying there forever. She does. She's like, I could just live here, and this could be my life. And then she reminds herself that it's not real. Yeah, but it is unclear mm-hmm. if it is not real or not. Like, if she stayed. Would she just get to live there forever? Like I wouldn't trust it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I probably the option it, is but... go back home. But you know, yeah. you don't. Nobody really knows what happens. To and then she uses the power to call the arch back. It yeah, seems like, which much. I was like, I don't think that's supposed to be possible <laughs> at all. Again, Nynaeve <laughs> is very powerful. <laughs> so, and then she, you know, and then you know, lands Runs anguished voice pursues her. Nynaeve, don't please don't leave me. Oh. Which so I was sad. like, it's too much. I actually, I, I don't really care anymore. Like, leave this man. Let's this go. is not Lan. The Lan, the Lan in this world is not Lan. Characteristic no. of Lan. Yeah. Well, he has his face so. and that's it. So uh, she does come out screaming that she hates them all. Yeah. And she is not the- happy. I said I are like everybody says that. <laughs> like yeah no we know <laughs> we suck yeah, we all hate everybody <laughs> and then they just dump the water on her and they're like okay so you're washed clean and now you're accepted happy <laughs> yeah uh, so she does have long black thorns in her palms when yes. she comes out and that they're not upset that she hates them but they are concerned that yeah. that once again so Nynaeve has done two things that are very much not supposed to happen she's channeled in the arches and she has comes out with like a physical thing yeah attached to her which is the two thorns in her hands and she is told there is always a price dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. the thorns are from her like that's what she pictures when she's yeah channeling they're supposed to picture a flower and she pictures some kind of thorn bush that has flowers i gotta it. say i hate that they're supposed to picture a flower irritates me <laughs> man writing woman but they're women i Alex. also hate that that Egwene picks a rose i'm like we couldn't have picked a different flower like we're like a rose a peony <laughs> like, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah anyways but she is she's accepted now she's she having is. fun with that yeah, yeah. no <laughs> nope. So we have the next section. We have a Gwaine who's having a very different experience in the yeah. tower. And so she meets Min and Elaine. Well or she and and Elaine. And then I was I wrote down in my book, Love All Rand's girlfriends meeting in real life. <laughs> and then and then they were like, Oh, and then there's this farm girl else here. And I was like, Oh, legit, all of his girlfriends <laughs> have decided they're gonna be in this a tower together convention. and we're all gonna talk about how much we love Rand. I also gotta say, yeah. immediately Egwene is like, oh my gosh, like be my friend. And I'm like, that's said no female ever. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not upon meeting a new female that they don't know. <laughs> and I mean, I do love the female friendship. Yes, well, I do I mean, like it. I do love the female friendship. It just friendship, came on pretty easy. <laughs> uh, Min, who has told Elaine that she will have to share her husband with two other women. Read and find out. Read and find <laughs> out. Be. I wonder what is going to happen with that. Yeah. I am so confused as to who that could be. Does a, one of them says something here about Rand? Like they discuss him a little oh, bit. They talk about him all the they, time. Yes. This is yeah. like may not pass the Bechtel test level <laughs> of talking about Rand. <laughs> like, and I will say, I Elaine is amazing. I love her. She's yeah. she's 
she's a very cool character. I'm still in love with Min. Like, I think she's fantastic. And poor girl. At one point later, she says something about how she doesn't even like to read her friends because they never like what she has to say. Mm-hmm. But the it, it's almost inconsistent with their character, how their characters, how much all these women are obsessed with Len. Or Rand. I mean, sorry, I'm obsessed with Len. Rand. Like, they're all like, oh my God, he's so amazing. You like him too? I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm a little bit jealous, but like, I don't blame you. But like, also, I know Elaine's he's yours, like, but like, I might have to steal him though. Like, yeah, she's well, like, oh, you can have him, Egwene, but also if you turn him down, you're stupid, and <laughs> yeah, which I will take him. I, I feel like Elaine has a line here to Egwene, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but I was like, that was kind of mean. Like, if someone said that to me, I'd be oh, like, oh, it's um, later. It's in the next section. I have it flagged. I'm almost 100% <laughs> sure because I was like, that was again, rude. <laughs> men writing women this would never happen i was just like this would never happen where you have they're just like they're like haha we all love the same guy but like (laughs) you kind of suck but just kidding you don't (laughs) like the competition is fierce (laughs) like okay (laughs) yeah but she does realize rand was right about meeting the daughter heir like when she kind of yeah, complained to him last uh, book. So she's like, oh, wait, he was telling the truth. That's funny. And she does like the two of them, but is a little bit scared how much she doesn't know how much they know about Rand. And obviously she doesn't want to tell them that he can channel because she's like, yeah, that's a big no. She also meets Galad and Gawain. I love Gawain better in this situation, but Egwene does not see Gawain at all. <laughs> she only sees the most handsomest hey. man she's ever seen in her life and min's like that guy's bad news (laughs) min's like maybe not (laughs) i would not do that he will hurt you for the sake of someone else yeah pretty much (laughs) and expect you to understand (laughs) yes we also have min saying i don't want to fall in love with a man i've only met once and a farm boy at that which i was like min of all people i feel like that was so out of character too like i feel like a lot of these characters are like very concerned about class when they're like not about that at all like what does min care the swiftness in which they all say that like are clearly have a crush on rand and they've met him for like a total of 30 seconds is is something (laughs) yeah but yeah no min min who worked at the inn it's wearing breeches and a men's shirt shouldn't be caring if the guy she loves is a farmer. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, she's clearly not. Yeah, very out of character. And sure. then it was just like, it was like copy paste, I felt like, <laughs> of what all the other girls were saying. I love Rand. No, I love Rand. <laughs> I love Rand. But he's only a farm boy, but maybe he's more than a farm boy. But also, I love Rand. He's so amazing. <laughs> but it was just them all saying the exact same thing. I'm like, can they at least like him for different reasons? Like, can they can they have an opinion of Rand that is not shared with a general consensus. Yeah. And then we have Elida showing up to just sass Elaine. Absolutely <laughs> tell her that like, she does not matter. In her place. <laughs> and Elaine is like, like, I've I, known you my whole life. I literally like grew up with you and you can't She's even look like, at me. She's uh, like, actually, Elaine's like, I don't, do not be speak punished to me for speaking to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am the captain now. Get out of here, you little yeah, daughter heir. Yeah, you are nothing. <laughs> and she comes to interrogate Min as well. Yeah, Elida, not a great vibe uh, for her first meeting or second meeting of Elida. Still not a great vibe, I suppose. Is it Elida or Elida? Elida. I hate that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one it does that look one like means... it should be Elida now that I'm looking at it. No, 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 no. I can accept a lot of them. But that one, there was no reason. There was at least put the eye first. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's some... That's questionable. It I question like that one. Now that... Because it has laid right in the middle there. It, there the word laid yeah. exists in that name. 
<laughs> Very true. Um, I'm gonna be bitter about that one. I will say it <laughs> correctly, but I will I will hate it every time. And then sadly, we leave the White Tower to meet Randa. Go see Randa. I just want more White Tower. Uh, <laughs> I, that's all I care about right now. We have yeah. him going into... Karian. Karian. And again, having no chill because he just does all the stupid things. Like they come up and they're like, clearly, he comes to the foregate, clearly their lord. And he's like, where's a where's a um, place we can stay in here? And the guards are looking at him like he's in- insane. And Huron's like, dude, we, we cannot stay here. They think you're a lord. We can't stay in the foregate. <laughs> Yeah, we also find out Galdrian, who is the king. Uh, so we're getting Brave New World vibes. Oh, I was supposed to read that, but I did not read I that. I was into... supposed <laughs> to read that. In, Actually, uh, I believe English. me and Taylor were part of the same so, project Brave where New neither world. of us read Brave New World, but we got 94% on our project. Ooh, congratulations. <laughs> so the, the theme behind system? Brave New World is in complete opposition of 1984, which is 1984 is like society will keep, like government will keep you in line essentially yeah. by terrorizing you. And Brave New World is like, and no, the government's going to keep you in line by absolutely just giving in to all your little whims so that you are thoroughly entertained and don't care about anything else. Similar to like the uglies situation like the pretties get to kind of once once you turn 16 you become pretty and you get to do whatever you want and like yeah hang out so very like you know indulgent versus you know give the people their circus and they won't yeah care which is actually kind of like the foregate in this situation too like the foregate they put like gleeman and like that's theaters what up in there that's oh what okay I you're that's about- what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> okay. that, that was yeah they have so, an entertainment district so for he sure. basically is keeping them in line by just being like just just hang out just be Have entertained fun. at all times yeah just overstimulation so that you won't care to like uprise essentially pretty much like giant puppets through the streets just walking giant around trollic puppets yeah <laughs> questionable <laughs> <laughs> hmm so they get into the rest of Karian and they get to an end and this is where Rand gets some invitations and just burns them in front of all these people makes a show of it to claim that he's not a part of the game, which immediately means he is very deep in the game. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Which... Stupid boy. Yeah. Making a show of yourself and calling attention, which he's been told many times throughout both these books not to do, and he has done. Also, can I just... Okay. he He's like immediately too. He has the horn with him, and he's just like, okay, you guys stay here and guard it. I... <laughs> <laughs> The way I was surprised it took people that long to steal it from him. Yeah. As I was rereading this, I was like, oh, he probably comes back and it immediately has been taken. Like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember exactly when it gets taken, but I was like, well, obviously No, I was like, he's not getting, like, uh, how do you, how do you, how, 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 Rand? How, how are you justifying this? Like, have they not been traveling, like, by horse and on foot for how long? Weeks? A month? He doesn't even bath. he can't even just sit in a room for a couple days like loyal's like i want to read and rand's like absolutely not there's there's a, there's whole a city, city out there <laughs> like, he's still dude, just a little young farm boy are your feet to, not I, you explore. No, i just can't with him it's just just relax i just need him to figure it out <laughs> and i keep waiting for something to happen and for him to be like oh i need to get my act together and then something happens and I'm like, this is the moment, Rand, you're going to step up. And he doesn't. <laughs> oh, Rand. So he decides to go just wander. Yeah. Just in this town. <laughs> that, that you know, he's being chased by Fane. 
yeah. and he knows this but he's like i'm in a big city he can't touch me cool yeah that's totally Has how this that happened before no okay whatever. okay yeah you know you've never been attacked in a city before yeah <laughs> but we do come across and both of you were right we find yeah, Tom. So I, I wrote. I wrote. Oh Tom my, is alive. I wrote. Oh, sorry. That was. I forgot one note that I wrote about Min's little prophecy that that <laughs> that Elaine was gonna have to share her husband, and I was like, oh my god, he's gonna get them all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I I put shocker. Tom is alive. <laughs> what? Who would Did have not thought? see that coming? <laughs> shock what a shock i love that me and tay were just immediately both like no body <laughs> we're like he's no. not dead no yeah no, not dead. <laughs> yeah rand is really hyped to see him and he just he's so also so also just just really quickly here uh so we have had two people now that rand has thought has died and other people have said i don't think they're dead which one is like the dark one <laughs> because he's still kind of like in denial he's in his denial phase that's for sure and so i just what really quick when Tom just shows up, would you not be like, hey, maybe <laughs> things that I think are dead <laughs> are not always dead? Wow. This is a theme. What a concept. In my life. <laughs> he can't even learn to guard a horn, so I'm I'm not having high hope that he's going to catch on to that, but that's okay. Yeah. But Rand is so excited. So excited. He runs back to the inn. He's got to get his harp and flute, and then he drags Loyal with him. <laughs> Which I was I was like, oh, God, you left. You left Kieran. Yeah. This little sniffer guy that's his only talent. Yeah, he's just been pretending to be your servant for a little bit like, here. Rand's really acting like he's the not lord. even your real servant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not a lord. I'm not a lord. Hern, stay here and guard the, the horn all by yourself. Like, one, that's a lord move. That's a dick lord move, but that's a lord move. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We also have Tom with mixed emotions on Moraine. Yeah. So I'm really sick of all the men in the story just being like Maureen is awful but also she's kind she's of a fine though. woman <laughs> he literally says too bad in a way she's a fine woman even if she is dot 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 <laughs> yeah speaking of women we meet Dina at Tom's place and uh, oh, she seems like a really important character and I'm so glad that she was added to the story to yeah. obviously add depth <laughs> and not just further a man's plot yeah <laughs> what shock as soon as I was reading this, because I don't remember what I thought the first time I read this, but the second time I was reading this, I was like, wow. Immediately, I'm like, so she dies to further Tom's plot. That's immediately what's going to happen here. Oh. And Rand takes a minute before he realizes, like, oh, wait, they might be together. But I'm actually kind of annoyed because they, like, give her a little bit of info, like information. Like, a female Gleeman would be kind of cool. And it's annoying yeah. that oh, she's and, just there. Oh, but Apparently, again. She would be the first one. Yeah. Like, there are no female Gleeman out there. Apparently not. I'm going to get to this when we actually get to the scene but that is very in fitting with fridging as well exactly you got to give her something to make people kind of care but sort of not <laughs> i'm holding my rant in so we'll we'll move on yeah. <laughs> marissa can't speak i cannot <laughs> be ranty but basically dina is the reason tom doesn't want to travel with rand to get back the horn and he fully says no to rand here. oh he's also like, I will not. but also not dina like he's very reluctant to like give the credit to dina because obviously women can't change men's mind or like have an effect on their life unless they die uh so of course <laughs> that's the only time they will obviously have a large effect but he's like, nah, I'm too old. I got this limp. Yeah. I got a good gig here. And I was I, I just like, okay, Tom, you're kind of boring me. Yeah. Like you're kinda this is not it. Very much. Like not. also you're like, don't trust these eyes to die, but also I'm not gonna offer you any more help. Yeah. Here's a flute. <laughs> here's a flute. Have fun. Yeah. Bye. 
never talk to me again also if you see me <laughs> yeah, you exactly. don't know me yeah exactly <laughs> just i dust my hands of you goodbye yeah he does say a great line i love all the lines about people being fools in this book so he says i may be an old fool but i will be an old fool in my own way yeah so many fools so on the way back so to their own inn Loyal and Rand are attacked by Trollocs pretending to be the puppets, which I'm just like, how lifelike are these original puppets? Because it does, it takes Rand and Loyal. Well, it takes Rand a minute. Loyal yeah. is trying to tell him something's wrong and he ignores <laughs> He's him. He's like, ah. Uh, and Rand's like. <laughs> it's also, I, I guess this is because it's starting to get dark now. So they're basically being like hunted by these Trollocs. In they the... can't get through the town. Yeah. Goodness sakes, as it turns out, towns are not safe places when you're being hunted. <laughs> wow. Shock. <laughs> So they manage to escape and then they hide out in an Illuminator like cult house because people don't go into Illuminators. Yeah. Loyal Loyal kills a Trolloc. Oh, yes. he's Before upset. we get in the street. He, yeah. with a sudden heave, Loyal threw the Trolloc aside so hard the thing cartwheeled against the side of the building. And then he's like, I've, I've never killed before. Yeah. Like, I know Poor Loyal. it would have killed me, but like, I can't like it even if read. it's a Trolloc. Yeah, Rand. He wanted to. You should have just left Loyal alone. Now he's a murderer. So many things wouldn't have happened if we had just hung out in our room for a little bit (laughs) and waited like an extra day. Wow, it's almost like Rand should just maybe stop and listen to the people he's with. Yeah, maybe even just stop. Just stop in general. So there's multiple times here too where Loyal is like about to say something to Rand, and Rand's like, "No, not now." And then like Loyal is like, "I was trying to tell you we can't go in here because Illuminators basically kill people to hide their secrets." Once again, Rand, stop. (laughs) Listen, that has been happening since they were in that other world, and he was like running off to the statue. Loyal's like, "That's not the statue you think it is," but Rand's like riding his horse, laughing. This is this is a trend with Rand. He doesn't listen to loyal. Yeah. Illuminators, yeah. So they kill people to like hide their secrets. Basically, they do not like anybody knowing how to yeah. make fireworks. That Big is secrets. their thing. Yeah. And Rand and loyal. Oh right, Celine shows up for like Celine thirty seconds. <laughs> also, just real quick, my copy has a huge typo, like a bad one. Oh. So it says it's describing her dress and it's supposed to be white but it is spelled w-h capital f i t e <laughs> it is the funniest we'll typo oh, we'll fight. <laughs> that's aggressive <laughs> it, is, it is aggressive look at it right at the tag oh yeah wow that's quite it's, a- it's like i i don't know how you don't see this like you know <laughs> that's what i quite mean the typo so anyway i just had to point that out like rand also like basically like pushes her out of the way because like they're trying to get out they throw fireworks blah 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 and like he lands on her and then he's like also like super uncomfy that he just landed on her or like that he's on top of her it's just i i hate but it he's like, anytime oh, they're interacting i'm just like sorry stop. she's also like she shows up and then she's like wow no i cannot deal with you well Goodbye. no first she's like use this power use the power use the power yeah. and then he's like no thank you and then she's like hey bye she's like oh, okay fine get out of here <laughs> Honestly, what we all wish we could do. The Aes and I are bad, but Celine showing up and being like, use the power. No, you won't. Okay, I'm going to leave. That's totally fine. Yeah. She, she's not using you at all. She gone. I have a theory about oh, theory. Celine here that has been little tidbits throughout the whole book. But she says, sometimes if you are very still, no one can see you at all. She did not sound the least bit worried. So I think those eyes everyone's been feeling and like they look yeah. around and there's no one there. I think it's Celine, and she's just like doing like a. She's just freezing. Stand still. No one she, can see she's, her. She's like a character in a video game where if you just stand still, you like 
for like a second you turn invisible like you get like a cloaking <laughs> yes <laughs> i think that's what she's doing oh, totally. and do you think yeah, she's no, like helping them which, out here basically mm, i think, I think in she's this got her own case, motivation yeah she's, no i mean like in that situation in where that she situation saying, she's helping them yeah like and she's i think she's going them. to continue to show up and quote unquote help them but i don't think it's really going to help them but this like there'll come up more parts even in this section where i'm like that that you celine is that you hiding there and this would mean that she's been with them at least since faldara and like yeah. just waiting for the chance to which makes a lot of sense let Rand see her with our theory of who she is that she would have caught yeah. up with them there which update or not update reminder we think she's Lanfear. if anyone yeah. has forgotten that theory i'm like 99 percent. you're gonna say i'm 100 um, sure <laughs> i mean i can be wrong I have been wrong before, but... You will not be surprised. Not often. <laughs> as long as I don't go into it thinking that Jordan's trying to trick me, I don't think I'm going to be wrong very often here. <laughs> yeah. I So she also... This, this time I think we're on to it. Yeah. They also, they get back to the inn and they find that there's a letter waiting for them. Rand is very excited because it's in Celine's hand. Yeah. Because obviously she has nice handwriting. Well, you know, and he's just <laughs> I like, can tell. Mm, I can like smell her fragrance on it. I think at one point it's or also dropped off later. by an old woman. I think. Yeah, interesting. Which I'm like, is this? I think her it's, true form. I think it's a different or like form. a second disguise. I think it's a different form, and it is marked with a crescent moon and stars. And we talked last time about how Celine means moon. Yeah. Means moon. So, so, and it says, love that. <laughs> It's, you know, perhaps it will not be long till we're together again. Think of the horn, think of the glory, and think of me, for you are always mine. It's like, so he's spending all this time being like, I will not be used by Aes Sedai, but then he sees this and he doesn't think that, like, maybe she's trying to use him. Yeah, no. If somebody she's wrote so me a letter and was like, think of me, for you will, you are always mine, I would be like, this person's trying really hard to use me. No, Moraine. Moraine is the evilest of evil people ever. <laughs> yeah. I hope she's thinking about me, but she's still using she's me. She's still even though I evil. I haven't talked to her in months. Yeah. Celine, though, she's pretty hot, she, so that's fine. Pretty. <laughs> so then we run into Perrin and crew, and they come across an Aielman who claims to be looking for he who comes with the dawn, which Matt and Perrin are like, mm, does that mean Rand? Maybe? <laughs> Also, just real ick moment from, from Perrin, where he thinks, these eyes that I are going to destroy all of us, and I want to kill each and every one of these boys every single time. Listen, I'm not on, like, I'm not saying the eyes that I are great, and I'm not saying they should, like, trust them blindly. Like, I'm not. I get that there's there's potentially some manip manipulation happening. Definitely not. They're not just, like, the eyes that I aren't looking out the them for their own well-being like there's definitely a bigger plot going on but can we not just blanket blame them at every turn like can it's you calm down you are literally brothers. being attacked by other things and you're like the eyes that i suck <laughs> listen <laughs> two rivers people are so stubborn they're so stubborn in case you haven't noticed <laughs> it's just it's getting too much for me a little bit like i just i need some of them to be smarter is all i need i just need them to like be like okay i don't like the eyes that i but maybe i can listen this time yeah <laughs> they also the aielman calls varen a wise one and varen is very curious about the aiel wise ones because she wants to know more about who the wise ones are and what they can do and, and he talks about rudian rudian yeah like he says, you look like one of those who have made the journey to Rudian and 
survived. Like, tell me more. Um, yeah, she's very curious about this. She's like, this is really not my mission right now, but I do want to know more. <laughs> uh, I also noted that this... And Sorry, sorry, I'm interrupting you, Tay. Go ahead. And he, another little kind of prophecy for he who comes with the dawn, probably Rand. He will come from the west beyond the spine of the world, but be of our blood, Aiel. He'll go to Rudian. You said it differently, but I don't know how you said it, so Rudian. <laughs> and lead us out of the threefold land, which is what they call the Waste. So Rand's coming to get the Aiel. But how could he do that? He is certainly not Aiel. Uh, Rand is, uh, Tam is his father. <laughs> Tam is his father, and everything <laughs> bad has happened because of Moraine. Naturally. <laughs> and the Aes Sedai. So I had a note here that the Aiel are looking for someone in the same way that the Tinkers are looking for the song. Mm -hmm. They don't know who it is, mm -hmm. but they will know it as soon as they see him. And the Tinkers have this idea that they don't know what song they're looking for, but they will know it as soon as they hear it. I don't know if these are going to be tied in together. I have a feeling it's not because I want it to be and Jordan doesn't like to give me what I want in this book. So... But I the the description was too similar for a coincidence, I, in my opinion. I kind of brushed off the tinkers looking for the song. Like I was like, oh, that's just telling us what they're about, and not didn't really even think. I think the it would song be cool if it comes back. Would up. come back. Do I think it would also be cool if Rand wasn't the Dragon Reborn? Yes. <laughs> Have I been okay, wrong so in this line song... of thinking before? Absolutely. <laughs> I I think I just think if it's not. That they're connected, then I'm going, I I'm, I'm really do make it sound like I'm not enjoying this book. I am enjoying this book, but I will take that as a moment of lazy writing because you have reused something and they're not intentionally connected. And I don't like that. Unless because they are too, intentionally connected. Unless they are intentionally connected. Right. So I'm going to go in with the hope that they are intentionally connected. To that, connected. I will say, read and find out. <laughs> Absolutely. But I did, you I do think that it's going to come back up because the tankers have been mentioned quite a few times. And so I don't think Robert Jordan wants us to forget about them. I did mention, did have a tinker at the party, the dark friend party. Yes. And dark we also con. had, there was a tinker there. Um, the, st when we get to the steading, they mentioned that tinkers had been through there. So there's lots of mention. Ooh. I will say, and I said this originally when we first met tinkers, they do have interesting connections to other parts of like, yeah other i do think cities, so it's so. gonna come back and it's gonna be connected in that way i also love the ideal they're also a very cool part of the but book. no they're not cool and rand cannot be one of them <laughs> he is not and he really wishes that you would stop saying that matt i'm not <laughs> Gosh. Uh, we take a break from the main POVs and we get some white Hated cloak this, by the way. and some sailor info. I was not happy. Oh, I not. was not happy that we're I... moving away from... I was just like, I need the story to progress more and this is making me focus on other people and well, I know that it's progressing I the plot. Love but an interlude. Listen, if, we, if you it's want the like... story to progress, just know that there are 14 other books. <laughs> hey, I'm not going into this blind. I know that this story is going to take some time. I'm just saying... When you have, you know, like I just, I, I struggle with interludes okay. and asides. I, I just, I'm too into the people that I know. I like that it brings up other sections of the world, what's going on. I don't yes. care about the white clubs. Was, I don't want to hear from them. And I don't particularly care about It was about very Pale enlightening to read and it was a very important section. I will say that. But when you get me starting on it, like I, I was like a name I don't really know. Yeah. I don't want to do this. Once I got into it a little bit, like, obviously, it's a very important section. We learn a lot, but that doesn't mean it's I was happy to start it. Yeah. 
So Bornhold wow. shows his concerns about the questioners and all that stuff. I can't. I mean, about how they are now killing children. Yeah, yeah. it's it's not a good look for the questioners. <laughs> dark friends. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> so, and I can't remember exactly what he does in this moment or if it's just him thinking about it. Is he talking to Bayer? Yes. I don't want to say more because I don't know if I'm going to spoil something that happens. <laughs> I did not. Well, because they're so they're killing the children, right? Mm-hmm. And they're doing it under the guise of that they're they're they they're clearing dark out friends. the dark friends. And somebody asked, "Do children here become dark friends?" And we are told by Bayer, quoting something that the sins of the mother are visited to the fifth generation, and the sins of the father to the tenth. Hate that. Love the casual misogyny. <laughs> I'm not saying I want the sins of the mother to be just as impactful. It's not the right thing, but like, why? Why? It's also like such a small part. Like, why bother? Switch. Like, why bother? The yeah. sins of just say the sins of the mothers and fathers are the sins of the, the parents sin. are visited to the yeah. tenth generation would have been sufficient, but the sins of the mothers are only visited to the fifth women. The women's <laughs> genes aren't quite as strong as the men's, so their evil does not mm. go as far. True. Like, I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. Like but I'd rather little, be on the less evil side of the yeah. equation, but I'm also like it is noted noted that it was it's specifically weird women. That you and felt men. like you had to make it different. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bornhold does tell us a little bit about the like Shan Chen and and what's going on. Yeah, it means those who come before or the forerunners. Yes. That's what Shan Chen or those who or Helene. It's Raya Gel, and they spoke of Karen the return. Yeah, and then Bornhold gets a message and- from. I can't remember how to say this name. J.M. Caradin? Jaichim? Jaim? I think it's Jaim Caradin. Jaichim? Why is there a C in it? Jaichim Caradin? <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Jaim. Fancy. Maybe it's Jacob Caradin. Jacob? Jacob Caradin. Sure. That's Jacob. I like Jacob. Yeah, I like Jacob. Okay. Uh, who guides the Hand of the Light. So he's a questioner via Child Jeral. And he's just basically the message. Yeah, telling him, you're moving too many men close to Tom and Head and you gotta back off basically go get the dark friends on Almuth Plain they have to be rooted out yeah so that's where you gotta go that's when he's like what dark friends yeah. like, like these have just sus. been villages yeah, yeah. like what are- and then we get Bail Doman he gets caught by the Shan Chen and taken to High Lord Turok with uh, the one of the things that he had collected because he finds these things and so he had found a seal to the Dark One's prison, which is made with, I can't remember the term. It starts with a C. Hardstone. Quindiar. It is, yeah. Quindiar is what makes these seals. And it's like a very rare substance. And it's basically impervious to everything, except for when we find ones that are cracked. And Except uh, for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hardstone. <laughs> and Turok is pretty interested in this because he collects them. So we meet. Before we get there, like Bornhold was telling us about the Shan Chan. But with Dolman, we see we the Shan Chan. And this is our first view of Soldom and Damani as well, though yeah. we don't put the names to them yet. Damani? Damani. For, for the Shan Chan, some even claimed the Shan Chan themselves were monsters with heads like huge insects. So that's their helmets. Mm-hmm. And in Balsamon's message to a man called Bors, there was an armored man in a brutal helm shaped and painted and gilded like some monstrous poisonous insect. So now we've met that. The Shan, Chan, the Shan Chan are evil, but they do have cool armor. <laughs> <laughs> 
but so forgiven. <laughs> not forgiven, but they do have cool armor. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, so like the armored woman <laughs> that comes onto the war, he doesn't know it's a woman. And then she Shocking. takes off her, he her helmet. And he's like, oh my God. And he's like, wow, that was a woman the whole but, time? Impossible. But don't worry. Some of the other ones are men, at least. Yeah. So, like, so it's he's okay. not alone with a woman. There are men That would there. be very not okay for him. <laughs> and I believe her name is Iginen, um, is how you pronounce it. Which we, I think Turok is the one who says that to her. So she brings Doman to, like, she searches searches his ship and then finds something, and he doesn't really know what it is. She brings him to Lord Turok, and then we discover that the thing she had found was the seal. And so they're like, um, how did you get this? Uh, we also have the Damane being revealed as an Aes Sedai, which he is told to not say that again. Yes. But yeah. they are they do not like that. <laughs> so they can channel. Yes. I wonder if this is going to come back. Yes. So the Damane can channel. And oh, they have a little collar attaching them to another woman. Yeah. Huh. Uncomfy. Interesting. Yeah. That's all. Doesn't think about it anymore. Damane means okay. to, to be one. fair, that is actually really on character for Damon. Like he's like, not my business, traitor. Yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> it's not a good look for him, but it is. Like, he's pretty consistent about it. He's like, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Just no, gonna, that's, you want to buy my products? That's true. Cool. He really doesn't. We're gonna move on. He's like, this is not in that business. <laughs> You're being traced by Trollocs? Uh, the ship's going this way, I guess. We also hop on. We also have a recurring line that's going to come back, which is to obey, to await, and to serve, which are the oaths that are taken. Yes. And we are told, and we will be told this again, your ancestors should have remembered Yes. So this idea that previous generations have sworn these oaths and forgotten them. Yes. Uh, maybe because the, the mothers have swore them and it only lasts to yeah, the fifth generation, but like, you know. <laughs> the Shanshan also mentioned that this land was ours and it will be ours again. With the return, it will be ours again. So we've got uh, their motivation, I guess, there. They're coming to take back their land but nobody knows where they're actually where they've come from just that they've come on ships well i'm trying to remember if either of you have made some sort of connection yet to something we've heard of before because but i don't want to say it in case you haven't <laughs> is it about author arthur hawkwing Artur hawkwing yeah so there's a point where varin had talked about Arthur Hawkwing's armies at the start mm. in the prophecy. And she mentions and like, them going off across the Aerith Ocean. So And he has a bunch of descendants over there. Yeah. And like they, they don't really know what and happened that, to those might armies. Be them. And then you mentioned that the I guess we're finding out. There's a there's a flag um above High High Lord Turok's, you know, thing. A blue edged banner bearing a golden spread wing hawk. Yes. Which sounded like Hawkwing's banner. Yeah. So whether or not, you know, maybe we're finding these armies, maybe not. Who knows? You're making me think that, yes, we are finding yeah, these they're, armies. Clearly they're connected here. <laughs> a flag with a hawk and Hawkwing's armies, you know, disappearing. And then this army comes back and it's their land. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I don't think that's too much of a spoiler that they are connected. And so then, yeah. Rand burns every invitation. Yes. So we leave the Shanchen. We leave... Bail Doman and come back to Rand, who has been burning every invitation. I don't know if it's in plain view or he's just burning them, which basically scores him like the two biggest invites that you can get, which is the king and then his rival, Barthanus Demondred. Let me check Demondred. my notes to see what I said here. Oh, maybe don't ignore invitations from the king, Rand. Huron <laughs> is like, please, <laughs> dear God, do not burn those because you will die. <laughs> 
He's like, please. And Rand's like, why? I'm not playing the he game. Says, I'm just going to He just says, burn they them. still go in the fire like the rest. Unopened. <laughs> Unopened. He's like, I am Karen so is like, much please, smarter than everyone please, else. Please but do not. But my lord. He's like, clearly they think you're still playing the game because they keep sending you invites. Please don't burn them. <laughs> I am not for anyone and I'm not against anyone. I have tried to tell you, Loyal said. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> Loyal and Kieran are trying their hardest to keep Rand alive. Rand and he's is, like, Rand is testing not. the bounds. <laughs> and like so... Like how they haven't snapped at him yet? I don't know. Yeah, so then he's like, okay, well, like, I'll play the game a little bit. I'll go down and show off these invites, basically. <laughs> and show that they're not like, open oh, so that nobody one? can get offended. Yes. That I haven't responded yet. So we'll buy a little time. So Rand is now playing the game. <laughs> and then immediately afterwards, he's like, oh, my God, we only have a couple days. Like, that can only work for a couple days. I'm like, so, you know, like, <laughs> I want to smack him. I want to smack him. He's just a naive <laughs> little farm boy. <laughs> just living his life. So he visits the guardhouse to he's ask about. it well. <laughs> ask about Ingtar. <laughs> and then panics because he sees a fire in the distance. Run back. Runs back to find the inn burned. Here and hurt. The horn and the dagger stolen. Loyal. Oh my god, he left Huron with the horn by himself and the dagger that Matt needs to live and there were consequences for those actions? Shock. Shock. <laughs> Loyal really wants to save his books, but Rand is like, dude, you can't, like, what are we going to do? You can't. And so I feel bad that Loyal couldn't save his books here. He's got to help Rand out instead. But they do rescue Huron, thankfully. They run back in and save him. And then the rest- And the dragon banner. Yes, the dragon banner, which is clearly very important. Shockingly, Rand is like, like, I could let it burn. I could let it, yeah, I could let it burn, but also I'm going to take it and then complain about it. (laughs) Why would I take this? I need something tangible to complain about. (laughs) And then the rest of the party shows up just in time to be too late. But can, can we just- Oh, okay. So this man, the inn just burnt down. Kieran is like about to die because he's like inhaled so much smoke. And Varen shows up and he, not thankful, not like, wow, an Aes Sedai is exactly what we need in this moment because I clearly can't handle things myself. I lost the horn, <laughs> like the actual horn. Yeah. And I lost the, the dagger that's going to keep one of my friends alive. One of my only friends because I'm an idiot and I have no friends. And he goes, Moraine, he thought bitterly, she's still causing me trouble. I, You've been asking for Moraine I, this whole time. I want to strangle this child. <laughs> yeah, that. And he also says, so like, you know, Loyal's like, oh, you know, the great game. And he's like, I don't want to hear about the great game. And then he's like, you're a Tavaran. And he's like, I don't want to hear about that either. And I'm like, Kate, like, just stick your head in the sand, Rand. Like, I'm sure it's going to be fine if you just ignore everything. Clearly, there aren't consequences for your actions. Yeah. Oh, Rand. <laughs> and uh, Varen proves that, you know, it was good she showed up right away because she heals Huron. And then saves his life. Saves his life. Yeah. And like everyone else, there's healers in the vicinity and they're like, we can just make him comfortable, but he's going to die. Yeah. Varen saves yeah. his life. And then Huron feels good enough does to- Does Rand say thank you? No. No. He's not. <laughs> no, he says, hey, can you smell it still? <laughs> he's like, okay, okay, get back to work, Huron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Huron <laughs> manages to track the horn to Lord Barthanus's manor, who Lord Barthanus is a Demondred as well as uh, Maureen Demondred, which is 
think it's like her half uncle or something. And conveniently, Rand has an invite that he didn't burn, so they plan to use it. So in this moment, we also have Varen explaining to Rand about the saw and like the statue he saw, which it is a very powerful saw and grill and basically uh, powerful enough to destroy a country, but it can only be used when the other half is also used by a female. So there's two of these things and they have to be used together. And we are told that there's like literally no man, like Strong even Loghain to use wouldn't them. have been able to use it. Yeah. Uh, he would have basically been using all of his power just not to become a little man of flame. Yes. And even if there was, there was unlikely to be a woman channeler who would work with a man. Yeah. And so they mm. don't even have to worry about it till Clear- the dragon reborn. Clearly, this is not going to come back up. Foreshadowing what? <laughs> we also have my favorite part, okay. which is Perrin. <laughs> Rand is like, well, you know, that's all great. We're going to go find the horn and the dagger. And then it is done, Varen. Then it is done. And... <laughs> Varen smiles because again he's a child who knows nothing yeah to the eyes that I like they like he he must be just so entertaining for them because he's like oh I clearly know more than you and they're like all right <laughs> like yeah okay Rand. keep talking <laughs> and Perrin feels a chill and he said he thinks he did not think Rand knew half of what he thought he did not half and I was like yes yeah, Perrin. <laughs> no he definitely doesn't <laughs> I'm glad somebody here knows that. Casual. Perrin, we get like a little just casual look at our characters in this little private dining room while they're talking. And Perrin acknowledges back when they were following the trail and saw all the Trollocs that Rand had killed, the wolves were like in awe of this shadow killer. Mm -hmm. And now Perrin knows that it's Rand who did that. And he's like, not not the old Rand. He grew into that fancy coat and is some a man the wolves hold in awe. I mean, mentally, he's maybe still the old Rand. <laughs> some parts. He's growing uh, a Perrin. little bit, but not fast enough for my opinion. Perrin is also having a little, little wolfy moment. He still likes vegetables, guys, but he's dreaming of uncooked red meat. Yes, <laughs> love that. <laughs> and Matt is just juggling three hard-boiled eggs, trying to appear nonchalant. In the corner, yeah, <laughs> juggling As eggs is is a thought. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, this is fun. So the crew then moves on to visit Barthanus's manor, and so the inv- invite was sent with a few dates, but I think they're kind of just showing up out of the blue here. Like they didn't bother to send one back; they're just they're just appearing just to kind of put them on guard, I suppose. And Rand tries. They didn't say they were coming. Yeah, but it's one of the dates that was Suggested. listed. Okay, like, yeah. so they just showed up. Yeah. Rand tries to be. The least amount awkward. <laughs> Matt and Huron are disguised as servants to find try and find the trail. Which Matt is very upset Yeah, Matt's about. not impressed. But Matt, um, because he can sense the dagger when he's close enough, and Huron obviously because he is the sniffer. And Tom is there. <laughs> and even though he told Rand, don't speak to me, Huron's, or Tom's, Rand uses Tom to basically get out of speaking to these like women who are, I don't know. Obviously trying to bed him because yes. what else? What, what else a do woman women want to do? do? Well, their husbands are away, so obviously <laughs> it's fine. They're, they're trying to get him. In Tom bed. even says that one of them would give him an education, such as every man should have at least once in his life if he can live through Gross. it. Gross. What beautiful prose! I've <laughs> never read something so basically poetry, actually. So. <laughs> awesome <laughs> like wow <laughs> okay it's as good as uh sobbing into someone's bosom 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. Why weren't there more bosoms mentioned in this section? What was it? That I was obviously know. an oversight. Where were the bosoms? <laughs> I miss them. Yep. Gotta love, gotta love, gotta love a bosom. <laughs> so Rand is basically Rand sorry. also has learned nothing. Like I know Tom is a trusted person, but he's in the middle of like literally a dark friend's house. Like they know that, like a manor and. He's like, let me tell you the whole story about how we had the horn and then it got stolen from us. And let's just hope no one overhears, which I'm, I'm sure no one did. But like also like it's, he gives he gives me anxiety every time he opens his mouth around people. And then he's like, Matt really can't keep a secret. Hey, I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's Matt's problem. All right, Rand. Like Matt was a problem. But Matt's Matt's shooting up my list of characters strictly because (laughs) other people are falling (laughs) fast. (laughs) Classic. So Huron and Matt, I believe it's Huron that finds the trail yet because the yeah Matt Matt's not doing well. No, no Matt Matt can't sense anything in this house because he is unwell. Yeah, Matt's struggling. But Fane's trail ends at the way gate that Barthanus's manor just happens to encompass, basically. Rand gets way too excited and just like she's trying to show off how he can open it. He's like, look, this is how you unlock it. And Loyal's like, ah, maybe not. But Loyal? Uh, Loyal? Saves I'm the day it. in you this moment you know what? for one. But also Loyal in most scenes, according to Rand, could be replaced with a pylon <laughs> for as much as he listens to them. It's true. Like, as far as Rand is concerned, there is a talking pylon in the room who he can tune out. Yes. Because, and then Loyal does something and he's like, wow, thank goodness you were here. It's like, well, maybe if you would listen to him five minutes ago when he tried to stop you. But yeah, you're just a farm boy who doesn't have an ego. Yes. Oh, Rand. (laughs) So Rand opens the way gate and Manchin Shin is right there. there. Right, just waiting ready to you know attack and loyal manages to, to close bulge it and ooze out yeah gross while rand kind of channels fire at it basically and then they're like okay well we obviously can't go this way <laughs> so they leave they've shown up they've been at this party for like 10 minutes and they're, and they're like, like let's okay, get bye. out of here <laughs> also they're so um rand is really loving channeling he's he has a thought that it was because loyal makes everything stop he says that like loyal saved him uh it was killing me killing me and it felt wonderful yeah channeling is very addictive very addictive yes and we also get a cute little line from loyal who's like oh i only put the leaf back where i found like it belonged like i didn't do much i'm you know i'm not a very good hero rand i was so afraid i could hardly think and then rand's like we were both afraid we may be poor pairs a poor pair of heroes but we are what there is it's a good thing <laughs> like it's a good thing ingtar is with us so he can save us and i was like way to take credit like, for just doing, saved you like <laughs> almost just saved yourself. your life <laughs> yeah he's yeah. like actually we both did something and it's okay <laughs> yeah. and before they leave lord barthanis so clearly outing himself as a dark friend i guess delivers a message from fane to rand and the message says he will wait on tommen's head or althor Basically, I think he just calls him Elthor in that. And, and that he he has what you seek. And if you want it, you have to follow. And if you don't, I will hound your blood and your people and those you love until you will face them. So he doesn't just say, I'll meet so you Rand's, here. <laughs> Rand's like, he's going to attack Emmonsfield. I love like, how Cam. he goes yeah. to Emmonsfield and 
Tam and not the more conspicuous people that he's been traveling with. <laughs> Immediately, he assumes his, his father, his dad, Taylor. It's his dad. It's his dad. <laughs> That's his daddy. <laughs> his daddy. And his his blood, even if he's not, but he is. So and stop. Don't say that. Oh, and yeah. he thanks, thanks everyone that Egwene is safe in the White Tower, which is not foreshadowing oh. at all. Yeah. Also, he yeah. like they're trying to come up with a new plan. And then he's like, well, we have to go to Tommen's head. And everyone's like, why? Because he just casually forgets to tell them that he got this note. And then he's like, oh, I got this note, by the way. And it's like, Kate, <laughs> hey, you need to learn to share. Baron's like, I could have, that could have been useful. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and then here we have, yeah, Tom finds, comes back to his house to find Dina murdered and two assassins waiting to kill him. And this is where we have a rant from Marissa because Dina gets bridged and... We hate that. We hate Everyone's that, you know, like basically used to propel Tom's story forward. Yeah. So fridging or women in refrigerators is a li- literary trope. Taylor's face when you said women in refrigerators. <laughs> Have you heard this before, Taylor? <laughs> no, I'll be honest. I definitely thought this was a typo from Alex and she meant to say that Dina gets frigged. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, fridging. Fridged. So fridging is a term and it was coined <laughs> by a group of feminist comic book fans, mostly led by Gail Simone, who noticed that many female characters that she liked in comic books tended to meet very tragic and early ends, essentially. They were often killed, maimed, or depowered. And they were done so in order to advance a male character's plotline, and only that. Generally, it was to invoke some sort of protectiveness or trait in the male character. And it's it comes from story. the term... The term was created because of an issue of Green Lantern in which <laughs> Green Lantern or Kyle Rayner comes home to his apartment to find that the villain he's fighting, Major Forrest, had killed his girlfriend, Alexandra DeWitt, and stuffed what? her in a refrigerator. Why is her name Alex? It's upsetting. It's spelled differently. It's okay. <laughs> so then, you know, they coined this term because of that moment. And this term was actually coined well after Robert Jordan would have been writing these, but that doesn't mean, obviously, that it's not prevalent in literature all around. The thing that really made me mad (laughs) about this particular bridging was because it is such a lazy way to get Tom back in the world. This dude, like, there... He was already inclined to follow. Like, Mm -hmm. you could tell. Like, he was intrigued by the story. Well, he was already kind of thinking about it there. And, like... And so essentially, he was like debating with himself. Jordan basically basically needed to get rid of Dina so that he didn't have a reason not to go. Yeah. And he did it in a way that actually made sure that Tom could not stay. Yeah. Because now he's part of this game and essentially is told, you know, if you stay here, you will also die. And Dina wouldn't want that. Yeah. And like, but it's annoying too because A, there's a million characters in the story. She easily could have been added into the story to continue on if if we wanted to. Another female character? <laughs> wow. There's so many, Alex. Like, I, he could have come yes, back we might be over and then limit. the assassins could have tried to kill them. And then, you know, even if you wanted still like the protector aspect, like, oh, he felt like he had to leave with her to protect her like i just i mean it's also and this is the other part that bothered me about it it was the exceptionalism of every other woman in the story so we have every woman in this world unable to defend herself uh we also have this moment where tom's like oh she tried to stay up and wait for me and it's so touching and she's so sweet and kind and perfect also can we just talk about like tom is old (laughs) 
like Thomas <laughs> this is a older, girl this way older than her like yeah. this is eh, questionable yeah it's not great and then yeah so he has this thought about how she waited for him and then he's like oh i'm gonna actually let her perform tomorrow and i was just like she's she's dead like i could not have seen this yeah radioed faster towards me like i was like this is a really sweet moment too bad she's dead <laughs> like yeah clearly like, clearly this is not going to end well because how uh, i don't know like because it's too easy to kill her off yeah and but she couldn't defend herself so now we have the idea in our heads that every other woman in this book is not the norm so Nynaeve, Egwene, elaine min moraine these are not the normal women they're special. <laughs> They're different. They They're not like other girls. They protect themselves. And let us point out that the women who can protect themselves in this world are actually exceptional. They're eyes to eye. And they are the only ones who we have seen be able to protect themselves. So it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. You think that in this town where there's so many people involved with this game that some people in the entertainment wouldn't be prepared to fight like there's actually in a lot of fantasy worlds and in a lot of like bards are actually trained in combat mm -hmm. because they go to court and they are potentially going to be you know playing for lords and stuff and there is politics being played there and it is a dangerous and Tom should know that. And Tom, Tom knows that. So the fact that like this girl wasn't at all trained to defend herself and she was killed in such such a silly way too. Like she didn't fight because she's just lying on the bed. Yeah. So they just completely snuck up on her. And I just I just have to say, like, I just I was I was also annoyed in like how little defense she played. Yeah. Like it was very clear that like she she just couldn't help but die. And that's so sad. And poor Tom. And now he has to leave. And I wonder where he's gonna go. Poor Tom. I wonder if we're going to see him again. Yeah, yeah. I was really not a fan of this section. Yeah. I was frustrated. It's, it's not great. That's for sure. It's definitely... And it, it was like... I, I don't remember what I thought the first time I read this, if I saw it coming. But like when I was reading this back, I was like, oh, yeah, it's so clear that this is going to happen. Like yeah. just giving her like enough of a story enough that she of a character like she could be cool. For you to be like, oh, she's kind of interesting. And then... But not too much that like when she dies, it actually makes an impact. Yeah. So poor Dina, victim of the, the women in refrigerators trope. Yeah. R.I.P. We also get from Zara, the innkeeper, that Barthanis is dead. Oh, yes. Now at this yeah, point. Yeah, I did flag that, but I. There was other things going yeah. on. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah. Which also we have, you know, the savior moment from Tom. Where he's like, I'm going to kill everyone who killed her, which I was like, that's boring. Like, I was just, I was bored with the fact that he was like, oh, I'm going to avenge her. Like, I don't know, dude, maybe you should have showed her how to use a knife. Yeah, exactly. And so he kills the assassins and then the innkeeper is like, oh, those aren't Barthanes, Barthanes Barthanis. men, yeah. which he thought. Barthanis's men, which he thought. They're the king's men. So now he's got to go kill the king. He's like, and you know what else? You can't do that, Tom. She <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't want that. It. I think maybe she might have. <laughs> also, can I just say, I'm really uncomfortable with the fact that at that moment, Dina is not talked about in the past tense. She's talked about in the present. She would, She doesn't want you to go after them. Yeah, that's weird. That's an odd. She doesn't. As her dead body is just like behind them. Yeah, yeah I actually can speak right for there. her. She doesn't want this. She doesn't want that. All right, here we get another POV swap because we see Thane 
reach Falma, and he goes straight to High Lord Turok and presents the horn to him. And he's kind of pissed off because Turok just casually opens the chest to find the horn. But he does keep the horn and the dagger for himself, and that stresses Fane out as well because he wants that dagger. He wants it bad. Yeah, he's been taken by the dagger's magic. And it's... It's sort of... Oh, and somebody hits Fane, and Fane plans his death. Oh, yeah. He is not happy. He knows how that man is going to die. But he keeps saying to himself that he's got to be patient. Got to be patient. Got to be patient. He's got got plans for days. Yeah, Fane wants Turak to, like, blow the horn. But when Turak says, oh, this and you are going to the Empress... He's real happy. Fane's like, oh, actually, that might be an even better idea. Okay. Well, and he he tries... nothing if not flexible. Yeah, he (laughs) tries really (laughs) hard... He's adaptable here. (laughs) He tries really hard to just look like he just wants to obey, but he is happy. Yeah, he's like, sweet. You know what? Even better plan. I love it. Let's go with it. (laughs) I didn't think that was going to happen. Yay. (laughs) Rand and crew are traveling to a steading to try and find another way gate. So they're actually hoping... so Rand and crew are traveling to the steading, and he is trying his best not to talk to Varen because she's bad news bear. <sighs> Varen and I <laughs> obligated had to say that because it made me mad. <laughs> uh, they're hoping Mansion Shin is not waiting for them, which just clearly means it's going to be waiting for them. Like that was yeah. that was obvious to me. And our boy Loyal is stressed about being in a steading because he is very worried he's going to get married off and never allowed to leave but he does think Aerith is pretty because so like... women are only here to tie you down <laughs> old Paul and Shane <laughs> Matt is also a real asshole to Loyal here he's he's real mean to Loyal well he also says he's like oh like that's weird how that works with you guys and then Karen like, and Rand are like be tied down by women <laughs> and are like no, that's kind of... Like men make the decisions. And then, who's it? Where we come from, men make the decisions. And, and Perrin like, and Rand are like, maybe not. Actually, maybe not. <laughs> Parents like, when has your dad ever done something your mom said don't do? Yeah. They also <laughs> run in... And like, run into tell. some... Aiel. Aiel. And we have a gross moment from Rand. So they're women. Yes. And they, they cover their the face. Spear. They cover their faces, which is bad news. Yes. Black-veiled was... Aiel means you're going to die, pretty much. Yeah, so they start <laughs> charging... And all the ogres around there are like, hey, no. And stop, then, stop, stop. And then Rand and crew kind of all pull out their weapons. Perrin doesn't quite get his axe out, but he's ready, which, you know, props to Perrin for at least not wanting to get into this. But we have we have Matt, who's having none of it. He's like, absolutely not. I will not be fighting these women. Also, I'm not pulling out my weapon. Also, I'm leaving. So you guys Bye. can have fun. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Like, Ingtar is, like, ready to go. Yeah. Shangrans don't love Aiel. Varian's like, hey, stop this. This is not good. And then we have Loyal shouting, the pact. Remember the pact. <laughs> Please, everybody stop fighting. <laughs> don't do it. This is a good place. There's no fighting here. And Ren noticed that both the Aes Sedai and the Ogier girl were keeping well out of the Aiel's reach. He wondered if Matt had the right idea. He was not sure he could hurt a woman, even if she was trying to kill him. Rand, <laughs> Rand, and his inability to hurt women. I yeah, the no, misogyny just, like was stop. just real strong. In These this women section. are literally coming at you with spears. Like they are re- clearly ready to fight. 
You've heard the term black veil. Also, I love, not it, a good I, thing. I love Ren being like, well, I couldn't hurt you. I don't think you can. <laughs> I, yeah. I, Either I way, true, even Rand, if you didn't want to, true. I think I, they would attack and I, kill you. I don't think you're winning this fight. Yeah. Ayil are literally known you for are, being the most fearsome fighters of all time. Also, and... you're cut off from the one power because you're on a steading. Yeah. So you've got, you you're are, barely a swordsman. You've you been training for a month. You barely know what you're doing. <laughs> These women saw you and covered their faces yeah. and took battle stance. Like, yeah. you are not ready. Yeah. Maidens of the Spear are not to be messed with. I mean, Aiel in general are not, but Fardar Esmai. Yeah. And he does try to call just like naturally. He goes to, he calls the void. Yeah. And he can call the void, but there is not. There's something missing. The power there. No. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, they all stop. Like one of the Ogier manages to convince everyone, like, "Hey, stop! There's no fighting here. You're instead." Well, okay. So real quick, also the woman Ogier couldn't stop it, and Loyal couldn't because he's not from here. But a man Ogier comes forward, and then obviously everyone listens to him. You're catching so much that I did not pay attention to the first time around. This is true. Yeah. You were in ignorant bliss the first time. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's just it's a lot of understated misogyny. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Like it's still it's still enjoyable. I'm just yeah. It's there. It's, it's there, there for sure. It's mentioned that the Ayil are there for Sung Wood, which we saw Loyal sing a quarter staff mm. out of Oh, I thought you said wood. some Didn't wood and not sung wood. <laughs> sung wood. Sung just, sung just some wood. They're just yeah. there for just some wood. Singed wood. <laughs> but Perrin immediately is like, no, they're they're looking for he who comes with the dawn. Yeah. And Matt's like, that's you, Ren. <laughs> yeah, Matt's you. just like the comic relief in this situation. He's like, yeah. it's you. <laughs> <laughs> so Varen asks the elders to use the way gate and they are shown an ogier who used the ways and had his soul eaten out but they're Which not deterred also, by this <laughs> also that just felt like it didn't need to be in there yeah i'm gonna be honest they like brought him on they're like look what happened to you and everyone's like cool let's go cool but we do need to go anyway <laughs> and, and i was just like was that for our benefit like i also knew that like yeah it was uh, pretty clear the ways were not good <laughs> this, this didn't do anything for me yeah Definitely. This is also where Matt says, you know, well, you're Aiel, obviously, because we all know that, because we've all figured that out. And <laughs> Rand gets <laughs> real pissy about it. He says, I don't think that's funny. I'm not an Aiel. And then he just, he gets real upset. They're severing the roots. He thought he had the Aes Sedai and Tam between them. He thought Tam had been too sick to know what he was saying. Like, all this stuff and he cut him loose and he's tumbling in the wind and he's having a moment he's M- minty b for and then that's like it's okay i didn't mean it i'll take it back <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's like, i'm sorry it's like sorry sorry man. like sorry. matt's got like days to live basically yeah, and like, he's like don't you dare call me that he's yeah. like okay, cool. let's just I'll give just let's cut matt a little slack <laughs> so they the, they get to the way gate yeah and naturally of course, they can't use this one because Manchin Shin shows up again and they quickly close and it. Varen thinks, like, seems to think it's maybe connected to Rand or like tracking. Yeah, she's Rand like, this is a very in some way. sus situation because, like, you can't control that. Yeah. So it's confusing. So they decide they're going to use a portal stone, which, yeah. There's one conveniently there. Which, which then good. we have... It's, it's right here, guys. We have Rand, because he's told them all about Selim. Mm-hmm. And Varen is very Varen's curious. Like, wow, I would love to meet this lady. <laughs> she says, what I would not give to talk with this girl of yours. 
and read the book she or so better, happened to have read. Put my hands on her book. <laughs> it is generally thought that no copy of Mirrors of the Wheel survived the breaking hole. Yeah. Hmm. So it's almost like maybe she read it before that. Almost like maybe she was alive then. Sus. <laughs> Land fear. Anyways. So Varen pretends she's going to use the portal stone, but, but she's actually, actually coaching yeah. Rand through. And we get a nice little moment it. where it's revealed how easily I Sedai can make you think you hear something that you don't, mm-hmm. which is she says, you know, that in front of everyone, she says, you know, come with me, Rand, because you've used it more recently than I have. Mm-hmm. And Rand's like, oh, my God, you've used one. And she's like, no, that's why you've used but one. But you have used one more recently <laughs> than I have. So that's not a lie. Yeah. <laughs> wonder if this is going to come up in the next section. <laughs> so Varen, yeah, she's she's kind of coaching him through how to how to use it. She's not necessarily sure, but she's pointing at some of the symbols on it. And she's like, OK, this is sort of what I know. <laughs> and then she goes, I don't know what the symbols are. You don't know what the symbols are because he can't remember. Yeah. Which one is going to get them to the exact world that... Point. <laughs> and we'll go there. Yeah. So she goes, roll the dice. Yeah. And he one. goes, you're trying to kill us all. He gets real mad. And she goes, okay, do you want your friend Matt to die? And yeah, sure. We'll walk there then. Let's go. He's kind of like, you know, like very offended that she's like using this against him. But like she... <laughs> what is your other option, What is your Rand? other option, Truly. Rand? <laughs> yeah. And he says, I am Rand Althor. <laughs> he growled, I am not the dragon reborn. I won't be a false dragon. And she's like, you are what you are. Like, let's move on. Again, they're not trying to use you as a false dragon, Rand. You are the dragon. <laughs> they literally want you to save the world. <laughs> so he 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 decides on one because he's like, this gives like, this good vibes. Yeah, it's like I think it's like <laughs> an arrow or something. He's like, yeah. he's like, it's pointing that way. So that, yeah, the, yeah, the symbol formed itself. <laughs> feels an right. arrow piercing a circle, floating just beyond the void. And then so he's pointing at it, and Varen goes, some something something's happening. Something. And yeah. then we get some flashes. We get some flashes. And this was very intense when listening to the audiobook because like the flicker, 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 the way they say it, I don't know, it just like feels more like a movie. So it gets intense. Flicker, flicker, flicker. Yeah. When you're I will say to the this audiobook. was probably my favorite part. Yeah. The flickering through the. Yeah. I it. really enjoyed this section. I think even just as a writer, this was like, it'd be so fun because these are all the potential endings you had for yeah. him. You know what I mean? Like you have every option you have because because so essentially they go through, you know, all these alternate realities essentially of like what would have almost like what ifs, right? Like yeah. what if Maureen never came? What if we got married? <laughs> he, got, he got married to Egwene. Like what if Egwene became the Amaralyn seat? Like what if, what if, what if, and he's going through all these versions and you have moments where Moraine does come. Sometimes he goes alone. Sometimes he goes with friends. Sometimes Egwene kills him. Sometimes, you know, like all this stuff. He's, he lives a hundred lives and every time at the end, he has a voice whispering in his ear, I have won again, lose Theron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shivers. Yeah. Very intense. So, Shivers. This is so that he manages to get them to Toman's head, but like you said, something goes wrong. Varen's like, something is wrong. And yeah, they and you flicker hear it between through, like, the, the flickering scenes. of the scenes. And then Varen, it's kind of revealed that he tried to get them immediately yeah. to Tommen's head instead of like going to another place and then going through to Tommen's head. So she was like, you shouldn't have tried to take us directly here because yeah. <laughs> that was not smart. And it's been about four months. Yes. So they managed to get there, but it has been four months and everybody in the crew has lived through hundreds of different lives. Okay. So this moment, I thought, 
Amazing. Brilliant. What a way to make Rand understand, one, the power he has, and two, that, like, he's trapped in a cycle and, like, the pattern and, like, we have the wheel and, like, everything's going to work out the way it's going to work out, right? Like, you got to stop fighting your, your destiny here. And so I was like, moment of growth, right? Moment of growth for Rand, obviously. <laughs> We're getting to the end of the book. It's got to be a moment of growth. And then, you know, Varen's just like, okay, I'm going to heal everyone because everyone's not feeling great. Also, Matt's like about to die because he shouldn't have lived more than a couple days and it's been four months. But I guess it doesn't matter because like it was like an alternate reality. And (laughs) so she heals Matt. She heals Perrin, makes them feel a little bit better. And she goes to put her hands on Rand. And oh, no, Rand has learned nothing. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> and he says, she, she pu- he pulls away and she says, don't be foolish. And he says, I don't want your help or any Aes Sedai help. Smack this boy. Just throw him back. Make him live out a hundred more lives. Actually. She did, like, you did the wrong thing. <laughs> you got us here, but you, like, tortured everybody in the process. She was like, trying to tell you what to do, but no. How dare you try to help me? Absolutely not. Also, it's so selfish. Like, I'm just gonna say this. You are, like, this vastly important person. Like, if you haven't realized that, like, you're dumb, so he probably hasn't realized it, but he is this vastly important person. He's trying to f- basically save his friend Matt's life. He's gotta go find this dagger and this horn, and he has no clue what he's up against. And this woman who may like very well may be plotting against you but is going to heal you so that you feel better and i don't know can maybe think clearer the next day when you have to like go and fight people and find a dagger and a horn to save your friend and the world uh no i'd rather just be in pain and potentially not as useful yep absolutely not i will not be doing that no thank you (sighs) yeah so we leave them on Toman's head, but four months later. And then we get to catch up with our gals, <laughs> which this is where, like, the story, <laughs> the girly probably the most intense part so far. We catch up with Nynaeve and Egwene hanging out in the novice quarters with Elaine and Min. And I think it's Egwene who mentions it's been like 13, she's been here for 13 weeks. So we get a little bit of the rough time. Like, they guess four months, but it's been 13 weeks, which I guess would be considered four months. Leandrin comes in to. She kicks Elaine and Min out first and just comes in in a whirlwind. So just before this, we have Nynaeve basically saying, listen, I'm not going to tell on you, Elaine and Egwene, for like, because they're using Right. They're the using power. the power and they're not supposed to be. But I am going to say, like, you should maybe think, like, Nynaeve's been scared. And she even says, you know, like, I think you need to be more scared of this. And we get a nice little conversation between all of them about how scared they actually are to use this. And the Mm -hmm. only reason they're really practicing is because it's the only way that they can think of to deal with the fear of it. It's also a little bit addicting, so. Yeah, I mean, Egwene doesn't admit that. I, I, in my notes here, it's kind of, when I was reading it, I made the comparison to drugs of the way that they're describing how it feels to use to channel like like it's scary and they know that is dangerous but like they want to do it so bad like when when Egwene isn't doing isn't channeling she feels drab and dreary compared to when she is and I think it's Nynaeve Nynaeve that says like it's it's always there and you want to fill yourself with it. Sometimes it's all I can do to make myself stop. I want all of it. I know it would burn me to a crisp and I want it anyway. Yeah, because basically when you're filled with the power, like you 
you see better you like everything around you is like brighter it, it it's giving you like this great feeling because you're filled with this power and you want to use it so it's scary because you know if you use too much not a good thing which is why they're not supposed to be channeling without someone watching them because they're just novices but while they're scared and they want to use it so they can practice so that doesn't happen to them they also are a little bit like but it does feel like it's it's basically fun to use mm-hmm. so they want to keep doing that mm-hmm. and then we have yeah leandrin coming in to kick out Mil- uh, elaine and min and then just like casually drops like oh by the way something's happened around and the others are in danger so like come with me and they're just like okay <laughs> well to be fair Nynaeve doesn't sound like she wants to do this yeah and in my opinion it's a Gwen saying like what like are we gonna not do it that just kind of like forces Nynaeve to just go along with it. Nynaeve definitely has some pushback on this. Yeah. But she does end up going along with it. She's also probably not going to leave Egwene to go off without her too. Yeah, so it's true. She's like, okay. And they're like, oh, well, we can't leave the tower. because She's saying, meet me at this place. Well, the waygate. And she says, you have my permission, but tell no one. Which, red flag. Yeah, immediate red flag. Red flag. <laughs> uh, so she does say some things to convince them that she's acting in their interest. So she, you know, she says, you believe rumors, child, because they're, they're talking about that there's a rumor that Hawkwing's armies are moving. But even if that were true, is it enough to stop you? So she never says it's not true. So she says, though you are not aware of it, Maureen has sent letters to the White Tower concerning you. She worries about you, about your young friends. These boys are endangered. Do you wish to help them or leave them in their fate? Which implies that she's working with Maureen. Mm -hmm. But she never says that. This is true. Leandrin, look and sus. (laughs) And she also says, they call her out and said, I don't think, I didn't think you liked Maureen or Nynaeve does. And she says, don't purchase presume too much child and doesn't confirm or deny just kind of talks around it so it's a lot of almost confirming things but you're again we're getting that you can hear what you want to hear from Aes Sedai and they haven't actually said it yeah I'll be honest there was like the briefest moment where I was like do I have Leandrin wrong in my head like is she maybe gonna turn into like so I She's a total B, but like I, I had a flicker of that, and the then I reread side. what she said, and and then I was like, yeah, there's, I, I'm not trusting her. It's well, it's a good thing you don't, <laughs> because she clearly is not. <laughs> yeah, not, and, doesn't have the best interest for these girls. Yeah, and <laughs> then we hear that Min and Elaine are not going to let these two girls go off by themselves. Yeah. They are coming along for the ride. Yeah. Because they heard what happened. They it heard like, it through the wall. Yeah. Because, not that they were trying to eavesdrop, but they did. <laughs> so, and then, and Min, right before all this happened, said that they were suddenly in danger. And she hadn't seen that in them yet. Mm-hmm. So something changed. And then suddenly, you know, they're being called on this quest. So clearly that's not going to be the danger. And they ask her right before they leave what Min sees in them. And she says, and this is where my heart breaks for little Min. She says, I can't see it clearly. Sometimes I wish I couldn't read people at all. Most people aren't satisfied with what I see anyway. Yeah, it, it's a cool power, but it would suck to not see really. these things and like not necessarily know what they mean or know what they mean and people don't necessarily like that. Or believe you. Yeah. So yeah, the four of them are like, well, we're obviously all going together. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, no sense of stranger danger here, but also like, I guess I said I can't lie. So they do at least they want to believe her right so 
they sneak off, gather their horses, and then mm-hmm. they meet Leandrin, who leads them through the ways, which is just immediately the start to a journey, which is probably going to be dangerous. <laughs> like, Quick okay, note. we got to travel through the ways. <laughs> so Leandrin says, you know, oh, like I told you not to tell anyone. And they were like, well, we didn't. Like they overheard. And she says, I had made arrangements for you to be taken care of. Sus. But as oh, you are nice. here, taken care you of? are here. Four can make this journey as well as two. And I just thought, well, that was a really great way to word it, wasn't it? Because I and then they say they even call her out taken care of. And she goes, you know, well, what what do you think would have happened if the Black Aja had found you? Or, or like, obviously, I was going to have to do something with your friends. Like everyone knows these are your friends and your clothes so now. obviously and if they had remained in the white tower they may not have lived through the night hmm. it's a good thing they came along not I guess. because she set that up no certainly not <laughs> yeah so they travel through the ways leandrin has like a piece of paper that she won't show anybody which is guiding her through and which this is our third attempt through the ways yes but in this no one mansion part. shin no mansion shin interesting which He's, he's, no rant it's busy with anywhere. rant. So. <laughs> she warns them not to channel because they won't be able to handle it. And we have a great moment from Min again. Min is slowly just creeping up Melissa's favorite character. She says, <laughs> she she hears she learns what the Black Wind is. They explain it to her because Min didn't doesn't know. And then Min sighs and said, the pattern has a great deal to answer for. I don't know that any man is worth this. And I thought, he's not. <laughs> he's really yes, not. Yes, Min, correct. <laughs> Egwene also has a line that I liked just in her own mind. And she's thinking, Rand, you wool-headed idiot. Why can't you just once get yourself into some kind of trouble that doesn't force me to act like the heroine in a story? Yes. I was like, Queen, you are a heroine. You go, girl. Go, girl. <laughs> and Rand is a wool-headed idiot. <laughs> you're, you're just right. <laughs> yeah. So they arrive on Toman's head and Leandrin. And it is bad yeah, news bear. bad news so i have brought you at last to where you must go yeah no lies great there wording where's, where's great wording. we see the shanchen <laughs> and lady sarath waiting on the other side and Egwene is immediately kind of like is this okay like what's happening here and like- yeah and you know this whole scene ends up with Nynaeve and Elaine running off, and Min and Egwene are captured by the Shanchen. And it is relatively like, it's not great. So Min's basically kept alive yeah. to keep Egwene in line. Yeah. Like a hostage. Yeah. And because they don't care about Min, they wanted it's revealed Nynaeve and Egwene. Yeah. And they did not even yeah, care because... about the heir. Yeah. No. To the throne. <laughs> They were like, kill her. Like, we don't care about Elaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Leandrin you know, has. Because they have to get. Go ahead. Rand's They people. have to get Nynaeve and Egwene, like, on a ship and out of here. Thanks to Master's orders. Master's in quotation marks. And Leandrin and uh, Lady Sarath have, like, a moment here where they're kind of discussing back and forth. And it's clear Leandrin does not like the situation or what Sarath is doing or what the Shanchen do. Well, and but I guess she's fine because you know she doesn't care about these two girls. Also, there's a moment where it's, it's kind her. of implied that she would like to collar Leandrin mm-hmm. because they do not like that she is not collared. Yes, because she is an Aes Sedai. Yeah, Demani. So but Leandrin is playing with eventually. fire here. Yeah, yeah. So a Demani uh, means leashed one. 
and basically you are leashed to a sudam who controls your power. So you cannot channel. You can't even like think about channeling. Without them knowing. Yeah. You can't like attack them or anything. I think Egwene tries to punch her and Yeah, well she... and, and if and like whatever damage happens to the Soldam is double damage for ten the times demonic. Yeah. Was it double or yeah. ten times? I I don't it know. Big exactly. bad. It was yeah. big bad. It's not great. It was <laughs> Demonic gets hurt many more than Soldam. <laughs> so when Egwene punches her Saldam in the face, it feels like a very large man and punched so there, Egwene in the face. Yeah, so there is this moment where they're they're kind of explaining because obviously we have a quote unquote the nicest Saldam yeah, is implied. Like, I'm gonna let you keep Which going. is such a I mean it's yeah. it's a it's a narrative thing so that we can understand what's going on with the Saldam. But she's actually letting Egwene ask questions as long as Egwene isn't taking it too far, which Egwene clearly does but she it's it's kind of revealed and made out to be the same as what they do to the men you know like why is this so bad and different when you would do this to any man channeler if you could basically but basically we don't believe that you should have your powers either without it being basically put into check you're too dangerous so you're too how. dangerous so we're controlling you yeah so they can yeah at, at any time just torture their uh demani with mm-hmm. like a thought in their head basically if they do anything out of line mm-hmm. and yeah Egwene has a collar around her neck it's awful sean chen are evil and they enrage me every time i have yeah. read this situation it's very we are also then also as Egwene is getting like collared yeah she's essentially noticing that there's a whole bunch of lightning which is naive <laughs> just <laughs> dig into the bottom of her power and yeah. <laughs> telling everyone to leave her alone yeah and naive is not good when we catch up with her she's hiding in the trees she's fairly certain that they're still chasing her which we know that they eventually give up because we've seen the other people come back from Egwene's perspective, but she doesn't know that. Elaine comes out from behind a tree, and if Nynaeve could channel, which she's used all of her ability to channel right now, so I'm assuming she's about to get big sick, she probably would have lit this poor girl on fire. Yeah, she's, well, she's terrified at this point, yeah. so she can't even use the power. Yeah, so she also, and Elaine is just upset that she didn't do more and she has this poor little line she says mother had better marry gareth brine and have another daughter as soon as she can i am not fit to take the throne and i was like you poor thing and he's like smarten up yeah she she says don't be a goose actually which don't be a goose (laughs) is very naive i will point out too naive has already passed the point where she would get sick from channeling she's like gotten past that oh she has yeah okay so that's why because maureen would have let her stay in emmonsfield and like because she finds them and comes with them but yeah she's fright so frightened at that point that she can't touch like she's too scared to touch anything well so she and i think elaine mentions too that like she saw one of like they saw her and because they were called yeah to come back they they turned around and didn't even so elaine knows that they're not after her yeah and nynaeve very much knows that like they all noticed that they only wanted Nynaeve and Egwene and mm-hmm. Min and Elaine were just kind of collateral damage. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, she finally convinces Elaine that Elaine made the right decision running away because she would have just died or been collared and like yeah. neither of those are great for her. And then they make a plan, essentially. I'm not in love with their plan. Feels risky. What is their plan exactly right now? They go to Balm, yeah, which Balm. is where like all the 
it's, it's like all the bad people are. Yes, I'm understanding it. Like, let's just walk into the pit of them. I think yeah, they're like, assuming that that's where Egwene is going to go. Yes, so. and so they are planning to get some new clothing and stuff to fit in. And that's, and then they're going to try to figure out a way to rescue Egwene mm-hmm. and Min. The good news is, is we know that Rand and them and Rand and crew nearby. Not that I think Rand's going to be helpful, but everyone else <laughs> may be a little bit more helpful. Uh, also, Varen in particular is yeah. mostly what I'm thinking. So there's that. And then we're left with the last, one of the last lines is from Nynaeve. She was too busy hoping that by the time they reached Falm, she could stop being afraid and start being angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was the cliffhanger. Egwene is captured and it is not looking awesome for the situation there because it's not good. Really not. How are yeah. you feeling? Both <laughs> you so far. I'm ready to read the rest. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Lots goes on. There's I'm... only 10 chapters left because it ends chapter 50. So I I'm stressed about Egwene. I don't want this for her. I don't like it. I don't like it. I want it's... her to be released, please. Yeah. I wonder how long it's going to go on for because obviously she's going to get out of this situation before we hit book 14. So like I know it's not the end for Egwene, but I am a little worried of how long it might play out because it is an awful situation for her. I'm really stressed for Min. Min Min is about to get really tortured. I'm actually a little bit more scared for Min than I am for Egwene because Egwene they have a reason to keep alive. Uh, I don't think Min's going to Min die, but I think they would they but... would definitely they would definitely torture her to a point where she would be asking for death. I don't think she's going to die just based off of what she's kind of noticed with Rand's whole life. I think she's very much somebody who's going to stick around for a while. But I, yeah, I don't know if she's going to come out of the situation in an amazing mental well, state. Yeah, which she's right. already got a little bit of that like unhingedness. So I feel like she might fall into that trope of like the kind of whimsical, not quite all there yeah woman who can kind of see the future all right all right yeah well we've got 10 chapters left of book two so we will see i i have to say this is this is still like the ending of this book is is intense it's already gotten intense but i do enjoy the ending of this book so yeah i think if i have to guess you too (laughs) like i feel like Rand's gonna get a little heroic moment that he doesn't deserve Because we have to have one for him or else he's not real likable. Or else what, what's the point of Rand? <laughs> what's the point of Rand? <laughs> so. Oh, Rand. All right. So this episode I wanted to do, and this was a very last minute thing, but we're going to do like... Which uh, is- yeah, which is good. We're, we're going to have like a quick little... Yeah, it, it's lighter to lighten the mood. <laughs> we're going to do some some year, yearbooks perlatives yeah. for these characters here. Or you, I'm going to pick a few. I'm just Google, Googled. I've Googled a list and you two can tell me where you think uh, this one okay. applies to characters. And let's go like any character that we've seen. So, so like, far. the main ones, but you can include like Min and Varen and okay. anyone else you feel like needs to be included in here. Cool. All right. First up, <laughs> this is cheesy. All right. Life of the party. Who's life of the party? That's oh, Matt. Matt. <laughs> Matt. Well, not yeah. right now, but you can see it. Like that is who he is. He's juggling eggs in the corner on downtime. Juggling eggs. Yeah. That's how he's trying to fit in. That's his version of fitting in. <laughs> <laughs> he's so nonchalant. <laughs> All right, who's got the best laugh? Which, which of these? Which of the crew do you think has the best the laugh? The best laugh. I'm gonna say Moraine. Elaine, Elaine or Moraine? Okay. 
I like because it. they're all obsessed with Moraine, so I feel like she's got to have a nice laugh. She's a, a good laugh. Oh, I feel like Elaine's is just like a royal laugh, tinkly. Yeah, I, I yeah. it I, it's like a pretty girl uh, laugh. Yeah, it's pretty girl laugh. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have no. That laugh, I actually so. have the right answer. It's Celine. Celine. Yeah, she probably has a good laugh. Oh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I hate it, but it's right. That. Uh, <laughs> most likely to survive the Hunger Games. <laughs> this year out of the characters Ooh, that we've had Aguain. so far Nynaeve Nynaeve in Aguain. actually yeah I she's given Katniss I I know Nynaeve Nynaeve is super powerful I just like Egwene yeah we we or. are totally on opposite ends of, like I don't not like Egwene it's just Nynaeve like how can you not like I'm <laughs> obsessed I, like, I don't not like Nynaeve I'm both in love with Lan and Nynaeve it's just I've, oh here's a here's a good one I feel like if I was in a room with Nynaeve I would be like intimidated or like, but you'd be friends with Egwene. I just wouldn't want to like talk around her. Egwene, I would like be chill with. Well, here's a good one for you, then, Marissa. Uh, cutest couple that ever was. <laughs> this is not a question. <laughs> and if anyone answers any differently than Nynaeve and Len, we're gonna have words. <laughs> loyal and Aerith. Oh, Wrong. okay. Cutest couple. Wrong. Ever was. All right. <laughs> I know you love loyal, but it's. <laughs> All right. So cute, and she she, her voice sings. He he's smitten. He's not ready. She gave him he's a not flower. Ready to be smitten though. <laughs> yeah, but he he'll get there. How about and then he'll die. Best bromance. It's our best bromance here. I'm gonna say oh. this is this is most definitely. I feel like Matt and Perrin. Matt and Perrin. All right. Because Rand's too busy I... being angsty to get involved in this. Do you think Huron and Loyal count as a bromance because they just have to deal with No, no, they, they are trauma they bond. Are, <laughs> they are friends by annoying circumstance and the annoying <laughs> circumstance is Rand. <laughs> yeah, I I think Matt and Perrin too. I think that's a good one. How about biggest prankster? I think that's Matt. <laughs> that's Matt. easily <laughs> Matt. He's going to recover from this dagger and then he's going to be like, oh, I'm secretly possessed again. Like, that's going to be the running <laughs> joke. <laughs> it's like, sorry, guys. I, kn- I know I was acting I crazy. I just got possessed like, again. I was just possessed. <laughs> yeah, it's my knife. <laughs> Most likely to never be single. I mean, that's Rand. Like- <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have someone with him. He's got what? Constantly. Five people lined up already. He's got a Gwen. <laughs> he's got options. He's got a roster. He's got a roster. A yeah. Elaine, Min. Uh, he's got Else, who's Elsie would still yeah, just obsessed, <laughs> obsessed with him, and then Celine, whose skin is so soft <laughs> and silky. silky, silky smooth, silky hands. How about best shoulder to cry on, or or best bosom to cry on? That's <laughs> good. <laughs> Yeah, give me the bosom. I feel like this is very loyal. We've heard about loyal. this. <laughs> I want to cry into Loyal's bosom. Uh, Doesn't hit the same when you're talking about an oak here. You probably <laughs> would have to. It, yeah, you can't reach the shoulder. Yeah, it's so probably more like gonna... stomach, maybe. <laughs> how about how about most gullible? Most gullible? Yeah. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Might be Rand, actually. Yeah, Rand is not gullible because he is not going to be used, and Tam is his father, so he's not going to believe anything yeah, but he, you say. The thing is, is he won't believe what's true, but he will believe what's not true. <laughs> how about how about most likely to be Instagram famous? <laughs> I feel like that's Matt. I would follow Matt. His life is exciting. I think Guys, I got possessed by a dagger Elaine. this week. Elaine. I mean, yeah, Elaine's got the royalty behind Maybe her. Maybe Min. Min might have. Mm, could have a fun no, I feel media. like Min Funny. doesn't use Instagram. 
<laughs> that she sees how that it like be true. messes up people's lives too much. It's too much for her. Do you think that she could probably Elaine read actually people through a photo? Yeah, Elaine was my original. Yeah. But do you think men could read people through a photo? I don't know. Like if men had social media, would she just constantly be seeing? Which I feel like or would make her people? not want to be on social media because yeah. like the least I, that would just be like too much. I feel be like, like I need a break. She would have to see them in person. But yeah, I guess you're seeing them on a, in a photo. Maybe like a video she could read, but maybe not a mm. still photo. Curious. Most likely to become a professional athlete. Professional Ooh. athlete? Yeah. Perrin. Perrin is big and strong. I was thinking Perrin. Yeah. I mean, Lan. Yeah, but he's a little bit too, is. like, I'm going to die. I couldn't, I couldn't see him playing a sport. Yeah. He's just fit. Perrin, I don't know, what, doing shot put? What, <laughs> what, what, what sport is Perrin getting into? He's a <laughs> Or uh, what's the hammer? The hammer one. Hammer throw? I think that's called. I feel like he's got, he's got the like, track. Yeah, maybe it's just he's a track throw. star. <laughs> yeah. Mm, field, though. He's in the field. Yeah. Um, this the is, field side of track. This is stupid. <laughs> Most likely to win the lottery and lose the ticket. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> oh. So many Matts. <laughs> Matt is everything. I th- Rand. Rand lost the horn in the day. That's actually oh, that's true. Actually true, ticket. true. Like, I feel like Unsigned. if we're laughing about it, Matt, if we're depressed by it, it's Rand. <laughs> <laughs> if we're like, oh my God. Yeah. Rand. <sighs> like, like Rand would like leave it on a city bus because he's just like not <laughs> careful. And Matt would be like walking down the street, showing it off and it would get caught in the wind. Like it's very different how they would lose <laughs> it. But yeah. How about most likely to win a Grammy? I feel like we got to get that to Tom, right? Oh yeah, Tom. I'll give it to Tom. Well, Tina might have... Might have had a chance, but <laughs> she's dead now. She's, she's in a fridge, she's so. A fridge. Not great. Not great. Most likely to quietly take over the world. Quietly? Yeah. I feel like the quiet is going to be. Moraine. Yeah, Moraine. Right. Quietly. That's what she's got to be doing, right? Zaya die. And then uh, last me. La- oh, lastly. 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 Give me your, your homecoming king and queen. Oh, God. I hate it, but it's Randon <laughs> Egwene. Randon Egwene. I mean, queen. Like, Elaine e- has got to be up there, right? <laughs> Who's winning it's in a high school, right? Rand. It's Randon Egwene because everyone's like, oh, my God, they're so cute. They're going to get married. Yeah. And they break up a year out of high school. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And that is done. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. All right. So finally, give me your your rankings, your MVT and LVT rankings, and then we will be off to read the end of book two. All right. I have a question. Who are we considering in this? Because I kind of made a list and I did include Elaine and Min. Yeah. But I can take them out. You, I can slot them in. I think <laughs> include those two. Yeah. I, I like did that. my homework this time. <laughs> All right, then uh, Marissa's going to go should first. I, should I go first? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So go first. last place, Tom. Oh. Because he is useless. <laughs> he <needs laughs> he refuses to actually get involved, so much so that he has to have a woman fridged in order to follow the plot. So not loving that from you, Tom. He also just like, I know Rand's annoying, but like Rand's like, please help me. I trust you. You're like the only person I trust. And he's like, actually, you can just never talk to me again. <laughs> Goodbye. So I, I see why they get along, <laughs> but I'm really annoyed with Tom. Yeah. I was not having Tom. All right. He was such a good character. You know, the last time I rated him where he was like in the story, he was he went from third to seventh, but I think that was because that was when he like- Big drop for Tom. Quote, unquote, died. died. But <laughs> now he's 11th. So he's got some redeeming to do. Uh, 
Then I have Rand in 10th. I, I don't think I need to explain that. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I have Perrin in 9th. All right. Which is a little bit of a hot take because, I'm again, I just, I just, he, he was a little bit too much on the Aes Sedai are awful train without really thinking through how much they were helping him. He also kind of wasn't involved. Like, he got left behind. Mm-hmm. When they went to the manor, because he like, you know, he just wasn't doing a lot. I'm sure he'll rise back up. I don't actually dislike him. We have Matt in eight. Oh, Matt moving up. Matt moving <laughs> up in my world. I feel like he was doing more, but also he's still kind of just being Matt. Mm-hmm. So we're he's getting better. But I have Moraine in seventh. Uh, this is kind of a hot take, but she, so she's dropped a lot for me. Yeah. She wasn't really there, though. But she wasn't really there. And also, she started a fight with Lan for, like, no reason. And I wasn't a fan of that. So, gotta drop her. Yeah. Plus, she's jealous of Nynaeve, and I get it. But (laughs) that's my girl, so... Uh, we have Loyal in sixth, and the only reason he isn't higher is because this is a huge, huge Ogier who needs to use his huge Ogier voice a little louder, or his fists to beat some sense into Rand because I'm getting really tired of him being like, Rand, it's okay. Like, you didn't know, even though I was trying to tell you. Like, we need to start yelling at Rand. Yeah. Loyal. You know, I love you, but you need to start yelling. Egwene in fifth. I feel like she was just, she was doing good things, but like not the most. I am concerned about her. So I just want to throw that. It's not. Lan in fourth. I know we didn't see a lot of him. This is actually a huge drop for him because he went from second to fourth. So... (laughs) But we still love him, so he's got to be up there. I have Elaine in third. All right. I really liked the side of her that we saw that wasn't, you know, attacking Egwene for liking Rand and also not obsessed with Rand. But I, I did feel like we actually got some good characterization from her. And I appreciate that she's about to play a huge role, I like think. Like a, a likable daughter heir to the family. Yeah, she's not, like super arrogant or anything like that and i did really feel for her she's when... confident like she knows who she is yeah i did feel for her when alida 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 i was close i said it wrong so i was close <laughs> when she kind of reamed her out in front of everyone that got my heartstrings. yeah i got nynaeve in second um because uh, listen i know it wasn't her fault and she was doing the most that she could in the situation but she did fall for like the most obvious trap <laughs> yeah <laughs> That entire time I was screaming at how this was a trap. Yeah. And I feel so. like Nynaeve kind of knew it wasn't great situation, but she, yeah, she didn't. They did want to believe Leandrin because they did lying, want to believe that's her. really, really bad news. <laughs> yeah. But also, I just feel like if they had paid closer attention to what, like, they just need, they've learned a lesson here. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have Min in first because I just love her to death. I think she's doing the absolute best she can without any powers, really. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love that she's made this little friend group and I love how chill she is with like the girlies are together. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's not right now, but she's, she's going to do everything she can, but she's your concern for men. Okay. Yeah, I'm really concerned right. for her. Okay. All right. In 11th rant. No notes. <laughs> no in notes. 10th, Matt, he's I feel kind of bad putting him in 10th, but like he hasn't you're gotten start, better you're enough. starting to feel sorry for him. Not that he's gotten better, but like I get the sympathy aspect now. I feel like yeah, right? he's he's got he's got some some stuff going on with impending death and but he's not as frustratingly obnoxious anymore. But he's still not doing much right. for me. So yeah. uh, in ninth, Tom, I don't have a whole lot of reason 
for why, that's pretty much the lowest I could put him with Rand and Matt below. So mm. there's Tom. Uh, eighth Perrin. He, I liked him in this section. He had a few cute thoughts. He's not doing a whole lot. Yeah, it was still Again, kind of flat. I, and I think I said this last time, it was, it, in this section, it's like more of a problem of like more people ahead than the fact that like, I wanted to rate them low. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, he's he's perfectly fine, but he's ending up in eighth. Uh, seventh, Moraine. Just not enough. Oh my God, Moraine we had her in the same spot. <laughs> Love yeah, that for us. <laughs> just, like, if she comes in and starts doing things. She's going to rise. She'll like, sh- she'll rise. I don't know if, like, we're not going to get much of her because she's less needed now. Now that, like, she also the seems girls to think are... she's going to die. So, yeah, I Read she's saving <laughs> herself for a bigger thing. I don't know. In sixth, Lan, kind of same situation. If you're not getting much screen time, you're not going to be at the top of my list. That's you got to do a lot with that screen time. Yeah. Uh, in fifth, Elaine. I like her. She's fun. Little girly pop. And Queen Elaine. I like that she was, like, Absolutely, let's go after them. Even if it wasn't a great plan to go to Falm. I like that she's she's going to go after her friends. Fourth, Min. Kind of same situation as Elaine, but different font. <laughs> In third, Egwene. In second, Nynaeve, which she's... And this is the she's highest I've climbing your list. I yeah. love it. I mean, she... She went through her whole test. She's acknowledging the power. She's using it a little yeah. to fight. She's like, I'm not supposed to fight with it, but kind of had to. Situation arise. Lightning bolts are, yeah, not a bad power to use. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They were being attacked. Uh, so she's, she's up. And in first is still loyal. And I think he's going to sit in first <laughs> until. He tried to he save his books from a burning from building, stories. which I would argue is very important. He's like, <laughs> I'm not going to. Neither of you would argue with me. Let my on books that. burn. And yeah. he he was like so scared of the, the steading, but like he did it. He, he went in. Yeah, he, he was a brave little boy. <laughs> and he had a little moment with Aerith. And, and he like just wants he was the boys like, to be his friend. He's like, are you he was like, friends? And Matt makes fun you, of him like, for it. Oh, yeah. That three was friends? Like, you're I, you're my friends, I hope. I was like, <laughs> I hope so too. Matt's like, absolutely not. I mean, yeah, but like, let's not talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like, ew. <laughs> Feelings gross. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Matt, but alrighty, alrighty, all. So we have chapter forty-one to the end of the book. Excited, thrilled. Here we go. Here we go. Binge it. (laughs) Well. Well. All right. So we thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you want to follow along on our Discord server, please go ahead and join that by following the link in the description of this podcast. It is tied with our sister podcast, The Book Jar Pod. Uh, So you have a variety of readers in there and you can talk about this series or other series with all of them. So definitely go and check that out. Otherwise, we also have an Instagram account at Queens of Fantasy Pod on Insta there. So go ahead and give us a follow. Otherwise, if you're looking for more Marissa related content, you can feel free to follow my personal account at Maddie Dancer. If you want to follow our sister podcast, The Book Jar Pod, which is a podcast with me and my best friend Megan and we talk about random books in that one as well so we you can go ahead and follow that on Instagram at the book jar pod and if you're you're just not sick of me yet and you want to hear another podcast and you haven't played video games I do have another podcast called Crown Heathens podcast with 
two of my friends, both who are named Matt, technically, <laughs> so it's got that same energy. We've come to know and love from Matt. <laughs> so you can go ahead and do that on Instagram at Count Heathens, also on your favorite streaming service. All right, Alex, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on our Discord server at Alex Sedai, uh, or if you just want to find me on Instagram, it's a creative Al. You follow there. There's mostly graphic design stuff, but you know, book things as well. Um, or on the regular uh, Queens of Fantasy pod Instagram, because I see the messages there too. So feel free to send us questions or things like that. Perfect. And Tay? You can find me at Current Tay Reading on Instagram. And I am in the Discord server, but I do forget about it, to be honest. So I if to you really want to talk to her, like tag her. <laughs> <laughs> so I will try to remember that I have that app downloaded and uh, get in I there some more. I have been putting a few comments in the Discord channels uh, on the books, like the one that I'm on and the other books. So currently it is, our current read is uh, TGH, which is The Great Hunt. And then I also wrote some comments in Next Read, which will be The Dragon Reborn, because that's what book I'm on. But you can, like, you know, if you want to talk about a specific chapter or something, yeah, go in there. All right. Okay. So with that, we thank you one more time for listening to our podcast and following along with us. And I guess we will see you in the next chapters. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye.